Michelle Thomas Method, Dutch Advanced Course, Copyright 2009. In the methodology, Thomas Keymaster Languages, LLC, all rights reserved. In the adaptation, Els van Geiter and Kobe Adkins de Jong. In the recording, Hodder and Stoughton. Hello and welcome. Welcome back. I'm glad that you are continuing to learn Dutch the Michelle Thomas way. Let me remind you of the do's and don'ts. First of all, relax. This is the best way to absorb what you are learning. Don't do any mental homework. Memorization won't be necessary. Trust me to guide you through the language and trust yourself to internalize the structures that I will teach you. Like the foundation, this course is written by two people. In the foundation course, you worked with my colleague, Kobe. My name is Els. You may notice that we sound slightly different in Dutch. This is because I'm from the South, whereas Kobe is from North Holland. Being exposed to different accents reflects what happens in real life, and this will be of benefit to you. Perhaps you will notice that when I say w, like in water, my w is more like the English one, and it sounds less like a w than Kobe's. You may hear me say the word het in a different way. Het is goed, and my g, as in goed, may sound softer to you. You may find that my v sounds less like a f than Kobe's. You needn't worry about your own pronunciation, though. Like Kobe, I will advise you on the standard pronunciation where necessary. Also, it is very important that you participate actively. Whenever I ask, how would you say, use your pause button, work out the answer and respond out loud. Then release the button to hear the response of one of the students. Finally, I will give you the definitive version, so that your last impression is always the one you get from me. This way, you will experience mental stimulation and a constant sense of progression and learning. I hope that once again, you will find this exciting and self-rewarding. Goedemorgen. Goedemorgen. Yeah, I could have, of course, if it was afternoon, I could have said... Goedemiddag. Goedemiddag. Or goedemiddag. Or good evening would be... Goedenavond. Or goedenavond. Uh, now, you know why we're here. We are learning Dutch. And that would be... To learn was... Uh, lernen. Leren. 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 And the word for Dutch is... Netherlands. Netherlands. So how would you say, we are learning Dutch? We leren Netherlands. We leren Netherlands. In spelling, words like goeiemorgen or leren uh, have an N, but very often you won't hear it when people are speaking naturally. How would you say, I am learning Dutch? Ik leer Netherlands. Good. Ik leer Nederlands. So, ik leer is I learn or I am learning. There is no am, there is no is, there is no are. It's just that one form. Ik leer Nederlands. How would you say I am doing it? Ik doe het. Ik doe het. And if you want to say that you like doing something, you actually say that you're doing it with pleasure, gladly. 
How would you say, I like doing it? Ik doe het graag. Ik doe het graag. So how would you say, I don't like doing it? Ik doe het niet graag. Ik doe het niet graag. How would you say, she's doing it? Ze doet het. One more time. Uh, ze doet het. Ah, I actually didn't hear the it. Oh, um, ze doet het. Ze doet het. Yes, I wasn't sure if you were dropping the it or the t at the end of do. Uh, but just to remind you that hij, ze, u, je en het are part of the t-gang. They take t after the verb. So, ik doe het, ze doet het. If you want to link it, you can say, ze doet het. But I still need to hear mm. both those t sounds. How would you say, she's doing it for him? Ze doet het voor hem. Ze doet het voor hem. And how would you say, she's doing it for her? Ze doet het voor haar. Ze doet het voor haar. If you want to say, she's doing it for me, she's doing it for me, you would say? Ze doet het voor me. Ze doet het voor me. Now, when you actually want to say, she's doing it for me, not for her, not for him, for me, and you want to emphasize the me, then in Dutch you have to say, may. Just like you had je, and jij was the stressed form, here we've got me and may. So how would you say she's doing it for me? Ze doet het voor mij. Absolutely, for mij. How would you say they're doing it for me? Ze doet het voor mij. Ze doet het is she's doing it. I actually oh, want... Zij doet het. I want they, which is ze or zij, depending on whether you stress it, but they are doing it we are doing it, they are doing it, you all are doing ah. it. It's a different form for the groups. Ze doen het voor mij. Ze doen het voor mij. Doen. So how would you say, you all are doing it for me? Jullie doen het voor mij. Jullie doen het voor mij. How do you say, it is? Het is. Het is. It is for me, would be. It is for me. It is for mij. The word for us was... Ons. Ons. So how do you say, he's doing it for us? Ze doet het voor ons. He is doing it ah, for us. He doet het voor ons. Hij doet het voor ons. One more time, hij. Hij doet het voor ons. Hij doet het voor ons. How do you say, you aren't doing that? When I say you, I always mean the individual. If I want more than one person, I will say you all. When I want the formal form, I'll tell you that as well. So if I just say you, I mean one person, informal, neutral. So how would you say you aren't doing that? You do that neat. You do that neat. When you want to say are you, will you, don't you, there's always one word in Dutch and that little word is he. Like the beginning of help or more positively the beginning of heaven, he. So how would you say you aren't doing that, are you? You do that neat, he. You do that neat, he. What was the word for often? Fuck. Fuck. So how would you say, do you often do that? Do you that fuck? Do you that fuck. Good. You said do you and not doet you, which is good because I just said earlier that you is part of the T-gang, but 
with question word order, je does not have a T. So, do je, do je dat vaak. But je doet. Je doet. Let's say that one. If you want to say you often do that, that would be. Je doet dat vaak. Je doet dat vaak. And do you often do that? Do je dat vaak. Do je dat vaak. That's it. The stressed form of you was? Jij. Jij. So how would you say, you aren't doing that, are you? Jij doet dat niet, hè? Jij doet dat niet, hè? And if you want to say, for you, not the stressed form, for you, you would say? For you. For you. So how would you say, we're not doing it for you? We doen het niet voor je. We doen het niet voor je. Now, if you want to stress, I'm not doing it for you, then I'm not going to use je. I'm going to use jou. J-O-U. Very similar to the English spelling there. J-O-U. Jou. So, when I want to say, you are doing this, I would say, yeah. But if I want to say, for you, with you, without you, any of those, if I want to stress it, I'm going to say, Jou. So how would you say, for you? For you. For you. That's it. How would you say, we're not doing it for you? We're doing it niet for you. We're doing it niet for you. The word for to stay was? Blijven. Blijven. I am staying would be? Ik blijf. Ik blijf. How would you say, I'm staying for you. Ik blijf voor jou. And the word for but was? Maar. Maar. So how would you say, I'm staying for you, but not for her? Ik blijf voor jou, maar niet voor haar. Ik blijf voor jou, maar niet voor haar. How would you say, he's doing it for me? Hij doet het voor mij. Hij doet het voor mij. But not for you. Maar niet voor jou. Maar niet voor jou. The formal you is? U. That's it. U. And the word for something was? Iets. Iets. Yeah. So how would you say, using the formal you, I have something for you? Ik heb iets voor u. Ik heb iets voor u. Yeah. I have Ik heb. And how would you say, and I have something for you, the stressed informal form. En ik heb iets voor jou. En ik heb iets voor jou. How do you say, she has? Ze heeft. Ze heeft. And the word for nothing is? Niets. Niets. Yeah, you can say niets or you can say Nix. That's the one. Yeah, Nix. How would you say, she has nothing for you, formal? Ze heeft niets voor u. Ze heeft niets voor u. U, that's it. Like whistling an e. U. Also in English you can say, she doesn't have anything for you. It's the same thing. Ze heeft niets voor u. How would you say, is that for me? Is that for me? Is that for me? Yes. Now, very often in Dutch surnames, 
you will hear the word van. Like, for example, Dick van Dijk. That van means of, O-F. Or in my name, Els van Geiten. So if you want to say, it is mine, you would say, it is of me. And that me is going to be stressed. It's of me. So how would you say, it is mine, it belongs to me? Het is van mij. Het is van mij. So how would you say, it is yours, it is of you? Het is van jij. Stressed you. Het is van jou. Het is van jou. What's the word for this? Dit. Dit. And the word for house is? Huis. Huis. So how would you say, this house is yours, isn't it? Dit huis is van jou, hè? Dit huis is van jou, hè? How would you say, I'm sorry? Het spijt me. Het spijt me. So how would you say, I'm sorry, but that belongs to us? Het spijt me, maar dat is van ons. Het spijt me, maar dat is van ons. What was the word for who? Wie. Wie. How would you say, who is it? Wie is it? Wie is it? Now, when you want to say, whose is it, you just say, of who? Of whom is it? And that would be? Van wie is it? Van wie is it? How would you say, is that yours? Is that van jou? Is that van jou? How would you say, that belongs to you, but this belongs to him? That is van jou, maar dit is van hij. Him? Van hem. Van hem. Dat is van jou, maar dit is van hem. Can I just hear dit again? Dit. Dit. Oh, dit. Dit. The word for you all is? Jullie. Jullie. How would you say, this doesn't belong to you all? Dit is niet van jullie. Dit is niet van jullie. And if you wanted to continue and say, but that does, what's the word you would use there? It's the word which replaces the verb in a positive comparison. It's the opposite of niet, if you want. Maar dat wel? Maar dat wel. That's the one. Wel. Opposite of niet, it replaces the verb, where in English you say, but that does, in Dutch we say, Maar dat wel. That isn't the case, but this is. Maar dat wel. The word for to help was? Helpen. Helpen. How would you say, can you help me? Kan je me helpen? Kan je me helpen? And how would you say, can you formal help me? Kunt u me helpen? Kunt u me helpen? And I want to add a little word now that means just. And it makes it a bit softer, a bit nicer. It means just for a moment, for a minute. Makes it sound like it's not too bad when I'm asking you. So how would I say, could you formal help me? Kunt u even me helpen? Ah, the even is going to go to the verb it belongs to. Kunt u me even helpen? Kunt u me even helpen? And also the beginning there, kunt u me, it likes to be together. Kunt u me, kunt u haar, kunt u hem Eva, helper. Is it a question of accent that you seem to drop the N on the end of words like like helping and even more often? Um, it is a question of that, but also mostly when you're speaking at a normal speed, 
most people will drop it. So Eva, Avon, Helper, Helpen, they're both correct, but you'll find that most people, when they're speaking naturally at a normal pace, will drop it. When I say, can you help me, formal, you can go for Kuntuma Helper, and then could you help me, you could then add Avon, Kuntuma Eva Helper. The word for tell, for say, is zeggen. Zeggen. And the word for where? Waar. Waar. So, how would you say, could you, formal, tell me where it is? Kunt u me zeggen waar het is? Kunt u me zeggen waar het is? Now, I did say, could you? So, where would you add Eva in that sentence? Kunt u me even zeggen waar het is? Kunt u me even zeggen waar het is? The word for when is? Wanneer. That's it. And now, if the word for tomorrow is? Morgen. Mm-hmm. How would you say, when are you, formal, coming tomorrow? Wanneer komt u morgen? Wanneer komt u morgen? And how would you say, could you tell me when you are coming tomorrow? Kunt u me zeggen wanneer u morgen komt? Kunt u me zeggen wanneer u morgen komt? We said wanneer, question word, and you nicely put your verb at the end of the sentence there because wanneer will send that verb to the end. Now, where would you add even if you wanted to make it softer? Kunt u me even zeggen wanneer u morgen komt? Ja, kunt u me even zeggen wanneer u morgen komt? And you've given the impression there that it's just not too much to ask. Could you just tell me? Made it a bit nicer. The word for two, T-O-O, was... Oak. Oak. And we can, we are able to, is... We können. We können. So how would you say, we can do it too? We können het ook doen. We können het ook doen. Um, how would you say, I can't do it? Ik kan het niet doen. Ik kan het niet doen. How would you say, not now? Nu niet. Nu niet. Very good. That's the word order we prefer. Nu niet. How would you say, He's not able to do it now. Hij kan het nu niet doen. Hij kan het nu niet doen. And notice how that hurt likes to stick with kan. Hij kan het, ik kan het, je kan het. Uh, the hurt likes to stick to that first verb. It's quite strong glue that. They'll come back later. Ik kan is I can. If I want to say I could, I was able to, that would be ik. Kon. Ik kon. So how would you say... Was he able to do it? Kon hij het doen? Kon hij het doen? And the word for yesterday was? Gisteren. Gisteren. So how would you say, was he able to do it yesterday? Kon hij het gisteren doen? Kon hij het gisteren doen? When you're using the past tense, all the forms for the individuals will be the same. So it's ik kon and also hij kon. Just like it's also je kon. It's always the same form, and all the forms for the groups will also be the same. So it's quite easy. And how would you say, were you able, you all? Konden jullie 
continually. So how would you say, were you all able to do it? Continuliet doen. Continuliet doen. The word for work, to work, is... Werken. Werken. How would you say, we weren't able to work? We konden niet werken. We konden niet werken. The word for to want is... Willen. Willen. And you want is... Je wilt. Je wilt. Could be je wilt or je wil. Yeah, they're both okay. And there was one word for for a long time, which is... Altijd. No, that's not the one. It sounds more... Yeah, it sounds more like long. Just the word lang. Lang. Yeah. Lang would be already for a long time. And altijd means always. Here I just want to have for a long time. Lang. How would you say... You want to work for a long time, don't you? Je wil lang werken, hè? Je wil lang werken, hè? The word for to know is... Weten. Weten. How would you say, I want to know what you want to do? Ik wil weten wat je wil doen. Absolutely. Ik wil weten wat je wil doen. And how would you say, I want to know what you want to do tomorrow? Ik wil weten wat je wil morgen doen. No, it has to be, ik wil weten wat je morgen wil doen. Because what causes the omdat effect and it sends all the verbs to the end and you can't have a word in between the verbs. You actually said, wil morgen ah, doen. Okay. So one more time, I want to know what you want to do tomorrow. Ik wil weten wat je morgen wil doen. Ik wil weten wat je morgen wil doen. How would you say, do you want to work here? Wil je hier werken? Wil je hier werken? And if you want to say, he didn't want, that would be... Hij wilde niet. Hij wilde niet. So, he didn't want to work? Hij wilde niet werken. Hij wilde niet werken. And how would you say they didn't want to work? Ze wilden niet werken. Ze wilden niet werken. How would you say I'm not working tomorrow? Ik werk morgen niet. Ik werk morgen niet. Now, we are talking about tomorrow, but we are using I am working, I am not working. And when you want to say I won't work tomorrow, you also say Ik werk niet morgen. Ik werk niet morgen of ik werk morgen niet. If we want to keep the same order, nu niet, morgen niet. Ik werk morgen niet. And also, if you want to say, I won't be working tomorrow, you will say, Ik werk morgen niet. That's right. So the future forms in Dutch, I'm not working tomorrow, I won't be working tomorrow, I won't work tomorrow. It's all the same. Ik werk morgen niet. There is another way to talk about the future, like in English you can say I am going to work tomorrow, which would be Ik ga morgen werken. Ik ga morgen werken. And how would you say I'm not going to work tomorrow? Ik ga morgen niet werken. Ik ga morgen niet werken. How would you say we're not going to work tomorrow? We gaan morgen niet werken. We gaan morgen niet werken. The word for have to is 
moet. That's right. Uh, I did ask for have to, and have to is must, is moet. So how would you say, I have to work tomorrow? Ik moet morgen werken. Ik moet morgen werken. When you want to promise something, and you want to say, I shall do it, you would say? Ik zal. Yeah, I shall do it. Ik zal het doen. Ik zal het doen. Ja, keep the zal quite short. Ik zal het doen. Ik zal het doen. But I won't do it. I shan't do it. Ik zal het niet doen. Ik zal het niet doen. How would you say, we will do it? We zullen het doen. Ah, it's not zullen, it's zullen. Zullen. Yeah, like kan and kunnen, zal and zullen. It's the same vowel change. We will do it, promise, would be? We zullen het doen. We zullen het doen. How would you spell zullen? Z-U-L-L-E-N. And zal was Z-A-L. How would you say, he must do it and he shall do it? Hij moet het doen en hij zal het doen. He shall is... No T on the zal. There's no T, because zal is one of the special trigger verbs. And for ik and for hij, they will take the same form of the verb. It's ik zal, so it's also... Hij zal. That's it. So, he must do it and he shall do it is... Hij moet het doen en hij zal het doen. Hij moet het doen en hij zal het doen. Now, in English, where you say, shall I do it? It's an offer. It's a suggestion. Shall I do it? And it's the same word again. So, shall I do it is... Zal ik het doen? Yeah. Zal ik het doen? Zal ik het doen? That's it. So, we use zal and zullen for promises and also as an offer, a suggestion with a question, word order. How would you say, shall I do it now? Zal ik het nu doen? That's right. Zal is a trigger verb. It sends the verb to the end of the sentence. Zal ik het nu doen? The word for to try was, it's like probing. You're trying it, you're probing. Proberen. Proberen. So how would you say, shall I try it? Zal ik het proberen? Zal ik het proberen? The word for to let was to let somebody do something. Laten. Laten. And how would you say, I'm letting it go? Ik laat het gaan. Ik laat het gaan. And if you want to say to somebody, let me go, you give them a command, let me go, that would be? Laat me gaan. Laat me gaan. So how would you say, let me inside? Laat me binnen. Laat me binnen. That's right. And how would you say, let her go? Laat haar gaan. Laat haar gaan. So how would you say, let us go? Laat ons gaan. Laat ons gaan. So in this situation, you can imagine somebody's not letting you go. They've locked you inside the room and you're saying, let us go. Laat ons gaan. But of course, in English, very often when you say, let's go, let us go, you're actually making a suggestion. And here in Dutch, we're not going to say laat ons, but laten 
we laten we we laten laten we so if you're doing a suggestion it's laten we so let's go would be laten we gaan laten we gaan let's try it would be laten we proberen let's try it laten we het proberen yeah laten we het proberen to let is one of the trigger verbs so proberen goes to the end laten we het proberen let's go was laten we gaan laten we gaan um and how would you say yes let's go this afternoon ja laten we vanmiddag gaan ja laten we vanmiddag gaan and how would you say to as in direction to america would be naar amerika naar amerika so how would you say let's go to america laten we naar amerika gaan laten we naar amerika gaan how would you say because it is warm want het is warm want het is warm and if you wanted to use the other because you would say omdat het warm is omdat het warm is very good that's the actual omdat which the omdat effect has been named after so it certainly sends the is to the end how would you say let's go to amsterdam laten we naar amsterdam gaan laten we naar amsterdam gaan and the word for nice was um leuk leuk Leuk. So how would you say because it's nice there? Want het is leuk daar. Want het is leuk daar. Putting it all together, let's go to Amsterdam because it's nice there. Laten we naar Amsterdam gaan, want het is leuk daar. Laten we naar Amsterdam gaan, want het is leuk daar. Now when you're saying where are you going? You have to add a word in Dutch that shows direction. So you actually have to say, where are you going towards? And the word for towards was? Naartoe. Naartoe. How would you say, where are you going? Where are you going towards? Waar ga je naartoe? Waar ga je naartoe? And then if you say, are you going there? You have to say, Are you going there towards, which would be? Ga je daar naartoe? Yeah, ga je daar naartoe. Uh, so when you've got that there, you need that towards. Where are you going to? Waar ga je naartoe? And I'm going there. Also, I'm going there towards. Ik ga daar naartoe. Um, so how would you say, how often do you go there? How often do you go there? Towards. How often is... Hoe vaak? Yeah. So, how often do you go there towards is... Hoe vaak ga je daar naartoe? Hoe vaak ga je daar naartoe? How would you say, I'm going home? Home is to house. Ik ga naar huis. Ik ga naar huis. If you want to ask what time, just what time, that's... Um, that's tight. No, it's actually how late. Oh, hoe laat. Hoe laat. So how would you say, 
What time are you all going home? Hoe laat gaan jullie naar huis? Hoe laat gaan jullie naar huis? How would you say, let's go home? Gaan we naar huis? That's, are we going home? Uh, ah. Let's, let us. Laten we naar huis gaan. That's it. Laten we naar huis gaan. So, let's, as a suggestion, is laten we. How would you say, let's stay home? Let's stay at home. You need that t from at. At home is... To house. Yeah, shorter though. Thuis. 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 Um, so, how would you say, let's stay home? Laten we te huis blijven. Thuis. Thuis. It is actually spelled T-H-U-I-S. There is no a uh sound in that word. And there's word. no apostrophe. There is no apostrophe. No. Laten we thuis blijven. How would you say, no, let's go there. Nee, laten we daar gaan. Yes, but we need to add something for direction. Nee, laten we daar naartoe gaan. Nee, laten we daar naartoe gaan. Yeah. The word for already was... Al. Al. So how would you say, I'm already home? Ik ben al thuis. Ik ben al thuis. And how would you say... They are already home. Ze binnen al thuis. You'd think that, but unfortunately, they are. The verb to be is... Zijn. Zijn. And of course, this form, the full form of the verb, oh. is the form that will be used for you, all, they, and we. So, they are is... Ze zijn al thuis. Ze zijn al thuis. Yes. The word for the glass is het glas, G-L-A-S. We don't have the double consonants at the end, otherwise it's the same spelling. It's a het word. Now, when you want to say a glass of water or the glass of water, in English you say of, of water. In Dutch you don't need to say anything. You just say a glass water, the glass water, literally. So... How would you say the glass of water? Het glas water. Het glas water or het glas water or het glas water. And a glass of water would be? In glas water. And be careful or, if you no, say... That's, so that's, in, that's one. Yeah, yeah if and, you say in glas water, that's one. And a is? Een glas water. Een glas water. And do you want a glass of water is... Wil je een glas water? Wil je een glas water? And if you want to say yes, gladly, yes, please, you would say... Ja, graag. Ja, graag. Uh, we did some other words for please as well. Those were... Alsjeblieft. Alsjeblieft. And... Als je wil. No, als je wil is if you want. Um, but the, the formal form is alstublieft, and the informal one is alsjeblieft. So alstublieft and alsjeblieft. Uh, but here, when you say yes, please, you just say ja, graag. 
How would you say, I would like a glass of water? I would like is I want gladly. Ik wil graag een glas water. Ik wil graag een glas water. And how would you say, would you like a glass of water? Here, you're going to offer somebody a glass of water. So you don't need to add the word graag. So when you say, would you like a glass of water? That's the same as, do you want a glass of water? Wil je een glas water? Wil je een glas water? That's just as polite as, would you like a glass of water? Uh, because when you're offering somebody something, you don't have to add the please. Would it please you to have a glass of water? You just, no, you just say, would you like a glass of water? Do you want a glass of water? So, would you like a glass of water is? Wil je een gla- glas water? Wil je een glas water? And how would you say, would you all like a glass of water? Willen jullie een glas water? Willen jullie een glas water? Yes. How would you say, where are you all? Waar zijn jullie? Good. Waar zijn jullie? And the word for to sit is? Sitten. Sitten, yes. So how would you say, where are you all sitting? Waar zitten jullie? Waar zitten jullie? I'm going to add the word for to stand. In Dutch it also starts with S-T-A. S-T-A, A. N. It's got to end in N because it's a full verb. Stan. How would you say they are standing over there? Ze staan daar. Ze staan daar. And how would you say I'm standing here? Ik sta hier. Ik sta hier. And how would you say why are you standing there? Waar, waarom sta je daar? Yeah, waarom sta je daar? And how would you say He's already standing there. Hij staat daar al. Hij staat daar al. Now we've done the verbs for to sit and to stand. And in Dutch, we like to express position. We like If we know people are sitting, for instance, they're in a cinema, we wouldn't say, where are you? We'd say, where are you sitting? Because we know they are sitting. So we'll ask that question. If we know a group of people are standing somewhere, you'd say, Why are you standing over there rather than why are you there? So if you know the position, you try to express it. Uh, it works in the same way for lying, which we'll do later. And it also works for objects. So you would say that a pencil is lying on the table. So let's have a look at this. First of all, as we were doing before, I am here would be. Ik ben hier. Ik ben hier. Obviously, you know where you are. You know you are standing. You would actually say, I'm standing here in Dutch, which would be? Ik sta hier. Ik sta hier. Uh, sta is spelled S-T-A. We won't have the double A at the end of a word. Ik sta hier. How would you say, what is there in the glass? Wat is daar in het glas? Wat is daar in het glas? And in Dutch, we would actually say, what is sitting there? In the glass, which would be? Wat zit daar in, ge, in het glas? Wat zit daar in het glas? How would you say the glass of water is here? Het glas water is hier. The glass of water is here. Het glas water is hier. 
Now, a glass of water on a table would be sitting, lying, standing. Standing? It would be standing. So, because the glass of water is standing, if you wanted to say the glass of water is here, you would say... Het glas sta hier. Het glas... Sta? No, the glass is standing here. It is it is standing here. And it is part of the tea gang. So it is het glas staat hier. Het glas staat hier. Yeah, and the glass of water. Het glas water staat hier. Het glas water staat hier. Uh, the word for to lie is liggen. L-I-G-G-E-N. Liggen. To lie or to lie down. And also if you wanted to say uh, Amsterdam lies in the north, you would say Amsterdam ligt in het noorden. How would you say I am going to lie down? Ik ga om te liggen. Uh, we don't need the om there. You need om after something like it's too early to do it, for to do it. It's not possible to do it. There you need om te. I don't have time to do it. But here we just want the full form of the verb. To lie is... Liggen. Liggen. Ik ga liggen. Ik ga liggen. And I'm just going to lie down. What's the word again for just? Even. Even. So how would you say, I am just going to lie down? Ik ga even liggen. Ik ga even liggen. The word for book, you can guess, is boek. Boek. B-O-E-K. The O sound is spelled O-E in Dutch. The book is het boek. How would you say, where is the book? Waar is het boek? Waar is het boek? Now, if you know that this book is lying down somewhere, you would say... Waar ligt het boek? Waar ligt het boek? And if you know that your book is probably standing somewhere on your bookshelves, you would say... Waar staat het boek? Waar staat het boek? How would you say, it's here, it's lying here? Het ligt hier. Het ligt hier. How would you say, he's not sitting over there? He sits niet daar. Yes, but then you're saying he's not sitting there, he's sitting somewhere else. If you just wanted to say, not there, that would be... He sits daar niet. He sits daar niet. Just like nu niet and morgen niet, we're also going to stick with the neutral word order here, which is daar niet. He sits daar niet. We've just used the word daar, there, but there is an unstressed form of daar as well. If you wanted to say, he's sitting there, as opposed to he's sitting there, he's sitting there, you would use er or er, er. So he's sitting there, unstressed would be? Hij zit er. Hij zit er. So hij zit er is he's sitting there, unstressed there. Now, when you're going to say there is, you're going to say er is. Because when you want to say, for instance, there is time, you wouldn't say there is time. You'd always say there's time. So it's always going to be the unstressed form. 
So there is, is, er is. Uh, the word for time was? Zeit. Zeit. So how would you say, there is time? Er is Zeit. Er is Zeit. And the word for no or for not any, not a, was? Niet. The word for not is neat. But when you want to say no time, you wouldn't say not time. You'd say no time, not any time. That is the opposite of one. It's like saying none, no. So not een, but... Geen. Geen. G-E-E-N is no, not any, not a. So how would you say there is no time? Er is geen tijd. Er is geen tijd. And how would you say there is no time to do it? There is no time for to do it. Er is geen tijd om het te doen. That's right. Om te. Yeah. Er is geen tijd om het te doen. The word for question was... Vraag. Vraag. V-R-A-A-G. Vraag. There are would be... Er zijn. Er zijn. There is. Er is. Er there is. are. Er zijn. How do you say there are no questions? Er zijn geen vragen. Er zijn geen vragen. So like in English, there is, there are. It's the same form there. In Dutch, it's going to be er. How do you say are there questions? Zijn er vragen? Zijn er vragen? Yes. How would you say there isn't a book here? There is no book here. Er is geen boek hier. Er is geen boek hier. How would you say there are no books? Er zijn geen boeken. Er zijn geen boeken. That's like saying there exist no books. There are no books. When you want to say there are no books here, you're going to express position. So what could you say? Instead of saying, er zijn geen boeken hier, you could say, er liggen. Liggen. Er liggen geen boeken hier. Er liggen geen boeken hier. With the next one, if you can express position, please do. How would you say, there is a glass? Er staat een glas. Er staat een glas. And how would you say, there are books? Er zijn boeken. Er zijn boeken. And if you want to express position, you would say... Er uh, liggen boeken. Er liggen boeken. And if you were saying standing, would it be er staan, staan boeken? Absolutely. Er staan boeken. And we had the word for house, which was... Huis. 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 And if you have more than one, you're talking about... Huizen, with a Z. Huizen. Huizen. Yeah. How would you say, there are no houses? Er zijn geen huizen. Yes. And if you wanted to express position, you would say? Er staan geen huizen. Er staan geen huizen. Uh, the word for many was? Feel. Yeah, fail. 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 V-E-E-L. Fail. 
So, how would you say there are many houses? Er stan fehle hause. It's not fehle. Fehle. It's fehle. Just like geen doesn't change, you're not going to add the er sound at the end of fehle here. So, er stan fehle hause. Now, we're going to talk about the cat. The cat is... The cat. The cat. And we're going to say that the cat is on something. It is on it. When we have on it, we're going to say thereon. The unstressed form of there, er, and on, op, erop. Erop is the word for on it. The cat is on it, is the cat is erop. But if we can express position, we will. So, could you tell me the cat is on it? The cat zit erop. The cat zit erop. In this case, you were imagining this cat sitting on something else. Uh, if the cat was lying down, you would say? The cat lich erop. The cat? Uh, licht erop. Yes, I didn't hear the T the first I time. I didn't say the T. But the cat, so it's certainly part of the T gang there. The cat licht erop. Now, if we're talking about a little cat or a kitten, we would say. Katja. 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 You add J E. Katja. How would you say the kitten is standing on it? The katja staat erop. One problem there is that all the words ending in je are always het words. So even though it was de kat, when you're talking about a kitten, a little cat, it is het. Het katje staat erop. Het katje staat erop. On it is erop. So how would you say the book is lying on it? Perhaps the table, the book is lying on it. The book ligt erop. Now, book ligt erop. Yes, and book, is it a de word or a het word? Het. That's right. So it's het book ligt erop. How would you say the books are lying on it? De boeken ligt erop. Uh, no, no, uh, liggen erop. De boeken liggen Erop. Yes. Liggen, because it's the boeken. They are lying on it. How would you say, I would like to know? Ik wil graag weten. Yes, ik wil graag weten. And when we say weten, we've got to say what we know. So that's coming next. I would like to know where they are. And that would be? Ik wil graag weten waar... Ze zijn. Ik wil graag weten waar ze zijn. Now, if I know what position they're in, I have a choice of other verbs. I could say... Ik wil graag weten waar ze liggen. Ik wil graag weten waar ze liggen. Of... Ik wil graag weten waar ze staan. Mm -hmm. Of... Ik wil graag weten waar ze zitten. Absolutely. Ik wil graag weten waar ze liggen. Ik wil graag weten waar ze staan. Ik wil graag weten waar ze zitten. 
if you want to say, how are you? And that should literally say, how goes it? And that would be? Who gaat it? Yes, who gaat it? If I want to say, with you, with is? Met. Yeah, so I could say, with you would be? Met you. Met you. If I wanted to stress it, it's going to be met. Met yay. It's not that one. Yay is if it's the subject, if it's the person doing the action. So yay bent here. You are here. But for you, with you. Met you. Met you. That's the one. So how would you say, how are you? How goes it with you? Who gaat it? Met jou. Hoe gaat het met jou? Uh, the word for them is hen. H-E-N. Hen. Them. This is the stressed form and it refers to people. So if you want to say, how are they? Of course, in Dutch you have to say, how is it going with them? Met hen. How do you say, how's it going with them? How are they? Who gaat it met hen? Yeah. Who gaat it? Who gaat it met hen? Who gaat it met hen? So, how's it going with them would be Who gaat it met ze? But if you're saying How's it going with them? Then using the stressed form, you would say Who gaat it met hen? The word for everything was Alles. Alles. And the word for very is Hail. Hail. So if you want to say everything is going very well, very good with me, you would say Alles gaat heel goed met me. Alles gaat heel goed met me. Of course, in English, you're more like to say, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm very well. But everything is going very well with me. Alles gaat heel goed met mij. Or alles gaat heel goed met me. Met mij, that's the stressed form. Met me is unstressed. And then when you want to say, and you, how are you? And you, in Dutch, you're going to have to say, and with you, which would be? And met jou. Very good. And met jou. And if you want to say, fine too, you would say, also good, which would be? Ook goed. Ook goed. That's it. Ook goed. How would you say, I'm doing it for them? Ik doe het voor hen. Ik doe het voor hen. Yes. How would you say, we can't do it for them? We kunnen het niet voor hen doen. We kunnen het niet voor hen doen. To have is? Hebben. Hebben. How would you say, we'll have it tomorrow? We hebben het morgen. That's right. We hebben het morgen. We are using the present tense there, the same as we have it tomorrow. We'll have it tomorrow. And how would you say, when will you have it for us? Same as, when do you have it for us? Wanneer heb je het voor ons? Wanneer heb je het voor ons? The word for to get is like you're hauling it over. To get, to fetch is halen. How would you say, I am getting it for you? Ik haal het voor je. Ik haal het voor je. And if you want to say to pick up, 
you also use Halen, but you put the up in front of it. And that's... Ophalen. Ophalen. Now, the stress there is on op. Ophalen. And this op at the beginning of the word is a prefix. It's a meaningful beginning of that word. And when there is stress on that prefix, like in ophalen, it can break off. So, bearing that in mind, how would you say, I'll pick it up? Ik haal het op. Ik haal het op. How do you say, I'll pick it up for you? Ik haal het voor je op. Ik haal het voor je op. How do you say, we'll pick it up for you all? We halen het voor jullie op. We halen het voor jullie op. And how would you say, they want to pick it up? Ze willen het abholen. Halen. Op halen. Ze willen het op, op, <laughs> ze willen het op halen. Ze willen het op halen. That's right. Uh, here, willen is the trigger verb and it sends all the verbs and all the parts of the verb to the end and the op reattaches at the front of the verb that it goes with. Now, the verb for to repeat was herhalen. Yes, but here there is no stress on her. Herhalen. It's herhalen, that's right. Herhalen. So this word is not going to break into bits. Herhalen. How would you say, I want to repeat it? Ik wil het herhalen. Ik wil het herhalen. The word for always was... All times. Altijd. Altijd. That's it. Altijd. How would you say, she always repeats it? Ze herhaalt het altijd. Ze herhaalt het altijd. How would you say, we often repeat it? We herhalen het vaak. We herhalen het vaak. Now, the word for to look or to watch is kijken. Spelled K-I-J-K-E-N. Kijken. Or you could say it's K-Y with dots on. K-Y-K-E-N. Kijken. Perhaps you can remember it by saying that you love looking at cake. The word for out was out. Out. So if you want to give a command to somebody and say watch out, you would say cake out. Cake out. Cake. Is that the same sound as in hey? Yeah. Cake and hey is the same sound. Cake and hey. And also zij. Zijn. And may. Absolutely. And zijn. Yeah. Zijn, hey. Kijken, they're all the same sound. Now, when you want to say it is allowed, we end up with another one of those special trigger verbs. It is allowed is... Het mag. Het mag. Het mag. How would you say he is allowed? Hij mag. Hij mag. How would you say he's not allowed to look? Hij mag niet kijken. Hij mag niet kijken. And how would you say, he is not allowed to look, but you are? Hij mag niet kijken, maar jawel. Did I hear jij wel. That's it. Hij mag niet kijken, maar jij wel. Jij is here the subject, it's the person doing the action. You are allowed to look, maar jij wel. Um, how do you say, he is allowed to look? Hij mag kijken. Yes. And if you then wanted to add, but you are not, 
You can just say, but you Maar not. jij niet. Maar jij niet. That's right. Because wel and niet are opposite. Maar jij wel, maar jij niet. Sometimes we even put the wel in the first sentence. So we might say, hij mag wel kijken, maar jij niet. To give that contrast, to make it even clearer, that contrast. So hij mag wel kijken, maar jij niet. You don't need to put that in, but you might hear people do that. How would you say, we are allowed to look, but they're not? We mogen kijken, maar zij niet. We mogen kijken, maar zij niet. We're allowed to look, but they're not. If I wanted to contrast the we even more and say, we are allowed to look, but they're not, then I would not say, we for we, but... Wij? Wij. So you could also say, wij mogen wel kijken, wij mogen kijken, maar zij niet. The verb for to see was... Kijken. That's the word for to watch or to look. Uh, um, I want to go back to see. Zien. Zien. That's it. Z-I-E-N. Zien. How do you say, he wants to see it? Hij wil het zien. Yeah. He wants to see it, but she doesn't. Hij wil het zien, maar zij niet. That's it. Hij wil het zien, maar zij niet. Or if I wanted to make it even clearer, I could say, hij wil het wel zien, maar zij niet. How would you say, I'm going to Amsterdam? Ik ga naar Amsterdam. Ik ga naar Amsterdam. Now, going back to, to look, which is... Kijken. Kijken. How would you say, I am looking? Ik kijk. Ik kijk. When you want to say, I'm looking at him, it's like saying, I'm looking to him. There is direction in the way I am looking. So, when you want to say at or to, you're going to say naar. So, how would you say, I am looking at him? Ik kijk naar hem. Ik kijk naar hem. Uh, the word for film in Dutch, you can guess, that's... Film. Film. So, how would you say, I am watching or I am looking at a film? Ik kijk naar een film. Ik kijk naar een film. Uh, by the way, it's de film. Film is a de word. Um, so when you're saying, I am looking at it, you have to say, thereat. Just like on it was thereon, er op. This is at it, thereat, er naar. So how would you say, I am looking at it? Ik kijk het er naar. No, het? No, the het is being replaced by there. Just at it is thereat. Ik kijk ernaar. Ik kijk ernaar. And how would you say she's looking at it? Ze kijkt ernaar. Ze kijkt ernaar. Now when you want to say she's looking forward to it, in Dutch you actually say she is looking out towards it. She is looking there to out. So let's break that down. She's looking is... Ze kijkt. She's looking there to would be... Ze kijkt ernaar. And then we've still got the out. Ze kijkt ernaar uit. Ze kijkt ernaar uit. Ze kijkt ernaar uit is she's looking forward to it. 
So to look forward to something, to look out to something is uitkijken naar iets. So the verb is uitkijken. And the stress is on uit. Uitkijken naar iets. So you know what's going to happen. Uitkijken. Ik kijk uit. It can break off. How would you say he is looking forward to it? Hij kijkt ernaar uit. Hij kijkt ernaar uit. How would you say we're looking forward to it? We kijken ernaar uit. We kijken ernaar uit. And how would you say we want to look forward to it? We want is... We willen. We willen. As a trigger verb, you know what it's going to do? It's going to send all the verbs and the parts of the verbs to the end. We willen ernaar uitkijken. We willen ernaar uitkijken. So, how would you say they can look forward to it? Ze kunnen ernaar uh, uitkijken. Ze kunnen ernaar uitkijken. How would you say you're allowed to have it? Je mag het hebben. Yeah, keep the a short. Je mag het hebben. Je mag het hebben. Je mag het hebben. And how would you say you all are allowed to have it? Jullie mogen het hebben. Now keep it longer. Make it longer. Jullie mogen het hebben. Jullie mogen het hebben. That's right. Jullie mogen het hebben. Now if you want to say in the past, I was allowed to have it, or we were allowed to have it, we need the form mocht. Mocht. M-O-C-H-T. Mocht. Ik mocht. And if it's a group of people, we're going to say mochten and add the E-N. How would you say, I was allowed to have it? Ik mocht het hebben. Ik mocht het hebben. How would you say, I was not allowed to have it? Ik mocht het niet hebben. Ja, ik mocht het niet hebben. How would you say, were you all allowed to see it? Mochten jullie het zien? Mochten jullie het zien? And how would you say, you all were allowed to see it? Jullie mochten het zien. But she was not allowed to know it. Maar ze mocht het niet weten. Yeah, so you all were allowed to see it, but she was not allowed to know it, would be. Jullie mochten het zien, maar ze mocht het niet weten. Maar ze mocht het niet weten, all stressed, maar zij mocht het niet weten. Good. The word for phone, to phone, is... Bellen. Bellen. And have to is... Moeten. Moeten. In the past, if I want to say I had to... Moest. That's it. Moest. Moest. M-O-E-S-T. Moest. How would you say, they had to phone him? Ze moesten hem bellen. Ze moesten hem bellen. But I was not allowed to do that. Maar ik mocht het niet. Mocht dat niet? Maar ik mocht dat niet. They had to phone him, but I was not allowed to do that. Zij moesten hem bellen, maar ik mocht dat niet. Or, ik mocht dat niet doen. 
you actually dropped the doom. But that's a very natural thing to do in Dutch. We often do that in English as well. I wasn't allowed, as opposed to I wasn't allowed to do that. Same in Dutch. Ik mocht dat niet. Ik mocht dat niet doen. Happens very often with other verbs as well. In Dutch you have, I've just mentioned doen, but you can also have it with gaan or komen and hebben. They're all very common words. And after trigger verbs, they will often just drop. For instance, ik kan het niet doen. I can't do it. You could just say, ik kan het niet. Or, do you want to have that? Like in English, you just say, do you want that? Will you that? Instead of, will you that heaven? Instead of, can that be? You could say, kan dat? You don't need to say, kan dat zijn? And I could say to you, je mag naar Amsterdam. I don't need to say, je mag naar Amsterdam gaan. You are allowed to go to Amsterdam. So a lot of these very common verbs often get dropped. So don't wait for people to finish their sentences. They've just dropped it off. How would you say, were they allowed? Mochten ze. Mochten ze. Mochten ze. Yeah. How would you say, were they allowed to come inside? Mochten ze inkomen. Inside, the opposite of outside. Binnenkomen. Binnenkomen, yes. With the binnen before the komen. Mochten ze binnenkomen. How would you say, she was not allowed to come inside? Ze mocht niet binnenkomen. Ze mocht niet binnenkomen. Because it was too warm? Omdat het te warm was. Omdat het te warm was. Ze mocht niet binnenkomen omdat het te warm was. Or, ze mocht niet binnen omdat het te warm was. I can drop the komen in that one. To go out is... Uitgaan. Uitgaan. How would you say, shall I go out with him? Zal ik met hem uitgaan? Zal ik met hem uitgaan? That's right. The word for back, as in to go back, is terug. Terug. T-E-R-U-G. Now, the word for your back is just rug. R-U-G. Think of rucksack, a sack that you put on your back. Your rug. When you want to say to go back, you need terug. T-E-R-U-G. To go back is terug gaan. So, how would you say, I am going back? Ik ga terug. Ik ga terug. Terug. Ik ga terug. Um, so, to go back, the full form of the verb is... Terug gaan. Terug gaan. So how would you say, shall we go back? Zullen we terug gaan? Now, shall we is... Um, it's spelled Z-U-L-L-E-N. Zullen. 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 Ik kan, we kunnen, ik zal, we zullen. So one more time, shall we go back? Zullen we terug gaan? Zullen we terug gaan? And let's is... La- laten we? Laten we. So, how would you say, let's go back? Laten we terug gaan. Laten we terug gaan. How would you say, I'm doing that? Ik doe dat. Ik doe dat. Now, if we think about English for a moment, um, 
there are certain words you use when you want to emphasize something. Like uh, instead of saying, you shouldn't do that, you could say, no way should you do that. No way. And you're putting that at the beginning of the sentence and you emphasize it. No way. But then you don't say, you should do that. You say, no way should you do that. So you put something at the front of the sentence and then you swap you and should to should and you. So the verb first and then the person doing the action, the subject. Another example would be instead of I am putting up with this no longer, you would say no longer, not I am putting up with this, but no longer am I putting up with this. So you put your verb there. Now in Dutch, we're going to do this swapping of the verb and the subject every time we start with something at the start of the sentence, which is not that person doing the action. Let me show you. When you say ik doe dat, it is ik doe dat. But if you want to emphasize that, that's what I'm doing, you would say that I am doing. And in Dutch, that is dat doe ik. So by putting the that at the front of the sentence, you are kicking your subject out of the way. Your verb stays in the same place. Dat doe ik, ik doe dat. The verb is the second idea in the sentence. But ik doe dat and dat doe ik. We're going to call this a special swap by putting another word at the front of the sentence, a word that's not the person doing the action. We're making the sentence special and then we need that special swap. So that I am doing or that do I would be dat doe ik. Dat doe ik. That I am not doing would be dat Do ik niet? Dat do ik niet. That's right. How would you say, I know that already? Ik weet dat al. Ik weet dat al. So how would you say, that I know already? Dat weet ik al. Dat weet ik al. Very good. By putting the dat at the front, you create this special swap and you say, dat weet ik. And not, dat ik weet. Okay. The word for to understand was begrijpen. Begrijpen. I understand that would be ik begrijp dat. Ik begrijp dat. But that I understand would be dat begrijp ik. Dat begrijp ik. That we understand would be dat begrijpen we. Dat begrijpen we. How would you say I know it now? Ik weet dat nu. I know it now. Ik weet het nu. Ik weet het nu. And how would you say, now I know it? Nu weet het ik. That's wrong, isn't it? It is, because what happens is you say nu, then your verb stays as the second idea, weet, and then your subject doesn't want to go far away from your verb. It's either going to go right in front of it or right behind it. So you then get... Nu weet ik, and then het. So, now I know is... Nu weet ik het. Nu weet ik het. How would you say, now you know? Nu begrijp je. Uh, nu weet je. Yes, but in Dutch we always have to say this it, because you have ah, to ja, say ja. what you know. So, nu, now you know? Nu weet je het. Nu 
reach your hut. It's actually quite natural in Dutch to have a time phrase at the beginning. So this now I know is it's quite a common thing. Tomorrow I'll do it. So this time phrase at the beginning of the sentence is quite common. If you wanted to say tomorrow, you'll understand it too. You would say Morgen begrijp je het ook. Morgen begrijp je het ook. Good. The word for maybe or perhaps is misschien. Misschien. You could think of uh, maybe a machine, a machine perhaps. So link this machine, uh, this English machine with perhaps. In Dutch, perhaps or maybe is misschien. It's spelled M-I-S-S-C-H-I-E-N. Misschien. How would you say, she's coming too, perhaps? Ze komt ook misschien. 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 Yeah. One more time. She'll come too, perhaps? Ze komt ook misschien. Ze komt ook misschien. And how would you say, perhaps she'll come too? Misschien komt ze ook. Misschien komt ze ook. Good. You realize that putting misschien at the beginning of this sentence made it special. And then you did this special swap. Misschien komt ze ook. How would you say, she'll come later perhaps? Ze komt later misschien. Ze komt later misschien. And how would you say, perhaps she'll come later? Misschien komt ze later. Misschien komt ze later. By the way, in English that also translates as she might come later. How would you say maybe not? Misschien niet. Misschien niet. And the opposite of niet is? Wel. So how would you say maybe yes? Misschien wel. Misschien wel. When you want to say me too, you actually have to say I also, which would be? Ik ook. Ik ook. And if you want to say me neither or me neither, you would say I also not, which is? Ik ook niet. Ik ook niet. How would you say I am not doing it either? Ik doe het ook niet. Ik doe het ook niet, because it's literally I'm doing it also not. To wait, the verb for to wait was? Wachten. Wachten. How would you say I am waiting? Ik wacht. How would you say I'm not waiting? Ik wacht niet. Ik wacht niet. So how would you say I am not waiting either? Ik wacht ook niet. Ik wacht ook niet. How would you say I'm not waiting tomorrow? Ik wacht morgen niet. Ik wacht morgen niet. Yes. Good order there of your word. You say morgen niet, just like you say nu niet, daar niet. How would you say tomorrow I'm not waiting? Morgen wacht ik niet. Morgen wacht ik niet. Good. There was something at the beginning of the sentence that was not the subject. That made it special. And you did that nice special swap and said morgen wacht ik, not ik wacht niet. The word for if is, there were two, yes, there are two words for if. One of them is of, 
when it means weather. When it doesn't mean weather, the word is als. So how would you say, I'll wait if you want? Ik wacht als je wil. Ik wacht als je wil. And how would you say, I'll come if I have time? Ik kom als ik tijd heb. Very good. You remembered that als has the omdat effect and sends all the verbs to the end. Ik kom als ik tijd heb. Now this als ik tijd heb can be seen as one idea if I have time. So if I'm going to put it at the beginning of the sentence and if I say if I have time I'll come you're going to get als ik tijd heb kom ik. Kom ik. That's right. You are triggering that special swap. How would you say she'll do it if she can? Ze doet het als ze kan. Ze doet het als ze kan. And how would you say if she can? That's one idea. She'll do it. Als ze kan, doet ze het. Als ze kan, doet ze het. And As I said, als ze kan is one idea, and then the next idea in the sentence is the verb. Just like when you say, ik doe het, the verb is the second idea. Als ze kan, doet ze het, the verb is still the second idea in the sentence. It doesn't like to move. To hope is? Hopen. Hopen. I am hoping is? Ik hoop. Hmm? How would you say, I hope? That they'll help us. Ik hoop dat ze helpen ons. Mm. Dat in the middle of the sentence gets the omdat effect. So I hope that they'll help us becomes. Ik hoop dat ze ons helpen. Ik hoop dat ze ons helpen. To think was. Denken. Denken. And the word for important. Belangrijk. Belangrijk. How would you say, I think it is not important? Ik denk het is niet belangrijk. Right. Now, in English you can say, I think it is not important. Do I need But to do the dat? You do. In Dutch we always need to say dat. And then, of course, if you put the dat in the middle of the sentence, you will get the omdat effect. Ik denk dat het niet Belangrijk is. Ik denk dat het niet belangrijk is. How would you say, I'm not saying that it is important? Ik zeg niet dat het belangrijk is. Ik zeg niet dat het belangrijk is. The word for to fetch or to get was... Halen. Halen. How would you say, you have to get it tomorrow? Ze moet het morgen halen. You have to... Je moet het morgen halen. Je moet het morgen halen. How would you say, she has to pick it up tomorrow? Ze moet het morgen ophalen. Ophalen. Ze moet het morgen ophalen. The word for with, we just had earlier, was met. But when you put the word together with another word, it actually becomes may. And the word for to join in, to do something with other people was? Meedoen. Meedoen. How would you say, I want to join in? Ik wil meedoen. Mm. Ik wil meedoen. How would you say, you are allowed to come along? 
Je mag meekomen. Je mag meekomen. Because to come along is to come with somebody else. How would you say you all are allowed to come along? Jullie mochten meekomen. Ah, that's you were all allowed to come along. Jullie mochten meekomen. But you all are allowed to come along? Jullie mogen meekomen. Jullie mogen meekomen. Yes, the past form, mochten, has got a short O, mochten. And in the present tense, mogen. Jullie mogen meekomen. How would you say, I think that they are coming along? Ik denk dat ze meekomen. Ik denk dat ze meekomen. How would you say, I think we'll come along later. Ik denk dat we later meekomen. Ik denk dat we later meekomen. How would you say, I hope they are picking it up. I hope that they are picking it up. Ik hoop dat ze het ophalen. Ik hoop dat ze het ophalen. And how would you say, I hope that he is picking it up. Ik hoop dat hij het ophalen. Oh, sorry, not ophalen, ophaalt. That's it, ophaalt. Ik hoop dat hij het ophaalt. How would you say, I hope that he's doing that? Ik hoop dat hij het doet. Hij dat doet. Ik hoop dat hij dat doet. And how would you say, I hope he's joining in? Ik hoop dat hij... Meedoet. That's it. Ik hoop dat hij meedoet. How would you say, it is good that you are joining in too? Het is goed dat je ook meedoet. Het is goed dat je ook meedoet. How would you say, I think she's going out with him? Ik denk dat ze met hem uitgaat. Ik denk dat ze met hem uitgaat. To go out with somebody could also mean dating somebody, not just literally leaving, going out the door with somebody. How would you say, I hope they are staying today? Ik hoop ze vandaag blijven. And if I ask... Ah, ik hoop dat ze vandaag blijven. Ik hoop dat ze vandaag blijven. How would you say, they are staying today? Ze blijven vandaag. Ze blijven vandaag. Now, when you say a sentence like this, and at the end, you're going to add an afterthought. Something like, they're staying today, I think, or they're staying today, I hope. Then you're going to have a special swap. You're not going to say, ik hoop, but hoop ik. So you would have, ze blijven vandaag, and then add, denk ik, hoop ik. So... Let's put it together. They're staying today, I hope. Ze blijven vandaag, hoop ik. Ze blijven vandaag, hoop ik. How would you say, we'll stay too, I think. We blijven ook, denk ik. We blijven ook, denk ik. How would you say, they'll be here tomorrow afternoon, I think. Ze zijn hier morgen vanmiddag, denk ik. Tomorrow afternoon. Morgenmiddag. Morgenmiddag. This afternoon of Vanmiddag. this afternoon. 
mm. vanmiddag. That's right. So they'll be here tomorrow afternoon, I think. Ze zijn hier morgenmiddag, denk ik. Ze zijn hier morgenmiddag, denk ik. The word for boring was sigh. Sigh. How would you say, it's boring, I find. Het is saai, vind ik. Yes, it's vinden, the full verb. But when you say I find, it sounds like ik vind. Because the D at the end of a word sounds like a T. So it's boring, I find, is... Het is saai, vind ik. That's it. Het is saai, vind ik. The word for late is... Laat. How would you say, it's too late to do it? It is te laat om het te doen. Het is te laat om het te doen. How would you say, it is fun to do it? The word for fun is the same word as the word for nice, and that was... Leuk. Leuk. Het is leuk om het te doen. Het is leuk om het te doen. Now, the word for early is vroeg. Vroeg. V-R-O-E-G. Vroeg. Think perhaps of fruit. The early fruits. Vroeg. How would you say it's early? Het is vroeg. Het is vroeg. How would you say it's too early to drink? Het is te vroeg om te drinken. Het is te vroeg om te drinken. The word for Difficult or hard is? Moeilijk. Moeilijk. How would you say it is hard to begin? Het is moeilijk om te beginnen. Ja, het is moeilijk om te beginnen. Now we said the word for late is laat. And the word for later is? Later. Later. The word for better is? Beter. Beter. So, as in English, later and better, later and beter end in ER. The word for early was... Vroeg. So, the word for earlier is going vroeger. to... Vroeger. That's it. The word for earlier is going to be vroeger. How would you say, they're coming earlier? Ze komen vroeger. Ze komen vroeger. Ze komen vroeger. Ze komen Vroeger. Now, the word earlier, vroeger, it also means in the past. So anything that is earlier. In the past, I could do that. In the past, it wasn't like that. So you just say earlier, it wasn't like that. Vroeger. The word for everything was? Alles. Alles. How would you say everything was better earlier, in the past? Alles was vroeg. Beter. Earlier. Alles was vroeger beter. Alles was vroeger beter. How would you say, nothing was better earlier? Niets was vroeger beter. Niets was vroeger beter. Now you can say, niets was beter vroeger, or niets was vroeger beter. It's exactly the same. How would you say, in the past, nothing was better? Vroeger, niets was beter. Aha, what happened here 
is you've put in the past at the beginning of the sentence and you made that sentence special. So you need a special swap. So let's go back to the first one. Nothing was better in the past is... Nichts was früher beter. Yes, and now we're going to start the sentence with früher. Früher was nichts beter. Früher was nichts beter. How would you say more difficult? The word for difficult was... Moeilijk. And now we want more difficult, like late and then more late or later. Moeilijker. Moeilijker. So how would you say in the past it was harder? Vroeger was het moeilijker. Vroeger was het moeilijker. And how would you say in the past it was harder and more boring? Vroeger was het Moeilijker en saaier. En saaier. Vroeger was het moeilijker en saaier. En het woord voor fun, again, was? Leuk. Leuk. So more fun is going to be? Leuker. Leuker. So how would you say, now everything is more fun? Nu alles is leuker. But I made you put now at the beginning of the sentence uh, and, I ma- and you made it special. But I didn't make it special. No. Nu is alles leuker. Nu is alles leuker. How would you say, in the past, I wanted nothing? Vroeger wilde ik niets. Vroeger wilde ik niets. Now you have to pronounce the R at the end of vroeger. Beter, leuker. Otherwise, we might confuse it with other forms. So, how would you say, it was earlier? Het was vroeger. Het was vroeger. And how would you say, it was better? Het was beter. Het was beter. I can is? Ik kan. And I could, I was able to, is? Ik kan. That's right. The word for to repair was? Repareren. Repareren. How would you say, I wasn't able to repair it? Ik kan het niet repareren. Ik kan het niet repareren. And how would you say, we weren't able to repair it? We kunnen het niet repareren. We weren't able to is? We konden. Het niet repareren. Ja, sorry, we konden het niet repareren. How would you say, we weren't able to repair anything? We konden niets repareren. We konden niets repareren. And how would you say, in the past we weren't able to repair anything? Vroeger konden we niet repareren. Ja. Vroeger konden we niets repareren. But we had to repair it. Maar we moesten het repareren. Maar we moesten het repareren. How would you say, in the past I was able to do that. Vroeger kon ik dat doen. Vroeger kon ik dat doen. And how would you say, in the past... We were able to do everything better. Vroeger 
konden we alles beter doen. Vroeger konden we alles beter doen. I had is... Ik had. Ik had. The word for friend is... Friend. Vriend. And if you've got more than one friend, hopefully, that would be friends. And then it's going to be... Vrienden. Vrienden. How would you say, I had good friends in the past? Ik had goede vrienden vroeger. Ik had goede or ik had goede vrienden vroeger. And how would you say, in the past, I had good friends? Vroeger had ik goede vrienden. Good. Vroeger had ik goede vrienden. How would you say, in the past, we didn't have any good friends? Vroeger hadden we geen goede vrienden. Vroeger hadden we geen goede vrienden. They were is... Ze waren. Ze waren. How would you say, they were always more fun in the past? Ze, we, ze waren altijd leuker vroeger. Ze waren altijd leuker vroeger. And how would you say, in the past, they were always more fun? Vroeger waren ze altijd leuker. Good. Vroeger waren ze altijd leuker. By the way, when you say in English, in the past, they used to be more fun. In Dutch, you say vroeger and a verb in the past. How would you say, in the past, it was not fun? Vroeger, het was niet leuk. But I asked for a special sentence. Vroeger was het niet leuk. Vroeger was het niet leuk. But it is now. Maar nu wel. Vroeger was het niet leuk, maar nu wel. What's the verb for to live, as in to live in a place? Wonen. Wonen, ja. How would you say, in the past, they did not want to live here, but now they do? Vroeger wilden ze hier niet wonen. But now they do. Maar nu wel. That's it. Vroeger wilden ze hier niet wonen, maar nu wel. The word for dan, as in better or bigger than, than I, than you, is dan. Very often when you have that th in English, it's a de in Dutch. So, dan. How would you say, he's always earlier than I? Hij is altijd vroeger dan ik. Hij is altijd vroeger dan ik. How would you say, he's doing it better than she? And I need the stressed form of she here in Dutch. Hij doet het beter dan zij. He's doing it? Hij doet het. Yes. Hij doet het. Yes, the hij is part of the tiegang, so it's hij doet. Hij doet het beter dan zij. How would you say, I want to do it better? Ik wil het beter doen. Ik wil het beter doen. And how would you say, I want to do it better than they? Ik wil het 
better than the dune. Uh, you need to stress the they here. Ik wil het beter dan zij doen. Ik wil het beter dan zij doen. By the way, here you could also say ik wil het beter doen dan zij. You are allowed occasionally to put things after the second verb. But you don't need to. How would you say he can do anything or here he can do everything better than they? Hij kan alles beter doen dan zij. Hij kan alles beter doen dan zij. How would you say would? What's the word for would? As in I would do it. Ik zou. Ik zou. Ja, zou. How would you say I would start now? Ik zou nu beginnen. Ik zou nu beginnen. It also means I was supposed to start now. Ik zou nu beginnen. How would you say I would not do it? Ik zou het niet doen. Ik zou het niet doen. How would you say I would be able to do that? To be able is can't say to can in English. You have to say to be able. So it's just können. Können. So how would you say I would be able to do that? Ik konde het doen. Um, I would is. Ik zou. Ik zou. And it is a trigger verb. So it's going to send all the verbs and all the parts of the verbs to the end of your sentence. I would be able to do that. Ik zou het kunnen doen. Yes, I would be able to do that. Ik zou dat kunnen doen. Ik zou dat kunnen doen. Kunnen. Kunnen. How would you say she would be able to do that? Ze zou dat kunnen doen. Ze zou dat kunnen doen. And how would you say she would not be able to do that? Ze zou dat niet kunnen doen. Ze zou dat niet kunnen doen. Uh, the word for to combine is... Combineren. Combineren. How would you say I wouldn't be able to combine them? Ik zou dem. No, there are two words for them. There is the stressed form that you use for people, which is hen, and the unstressed form is ze. That's the same as they. So how would you say, I wouldn't be able to combine them? Ik zou ze niet kunnen combineren. Ik zou ze niet kunnen combineren. How would you say, I would not want to combine them? Ik zou ze niet Willen combineren. Ik zou ze niet willen combineren. How do you say she wouldn't want to do that? Ze zou dat niet willen doen. Ze zou dat niet willen doen. Now, zou is would, as in I would, you would, she, he, it, would. When we want the groups, we, you all, or they, would. It's zouden. Z-O-U-D-E-N. How would you say they would be able to do that? Ze zouden dat kunnen doen. Ze zouden dat kunnen doen. And how would you say they wouldn't be able to do that? Ze zouden dat niet kunnen doen. 
Ze zouden dat niet kunnen doen. How would you say they were supposed to? It's also they would. It's the same form. They were supposed to arrive yesterday. To arrive is... Is it upcoming? Aankomen. Aankomen. It's coming on like a headache. Arriving like a headache. Aankomen. They were supposed to arrive yesterday. Ze zouden gisteren aankomen. Ze zouden gisteren aankomen. How would you say he would not want to see that? Hij zou dat niet zien. Want to see that. Hij zou dat niet willen zien. Hij zou dat niet willen zien. Now we come to the word for never. And never, you could say that I'm never annoyed. Nooit. N-O-O-I-T. Nooit. Never. I never do that would be? Ik doe dat nooit. Ik doe dat nooit. How would you say she would never want to see that? Ze zou dat nooit willen zien. Ze zou dat nooit willen zien. And how would you say he would never want to know that? Hij zou dat nooit willen weten. Hij zou dat nooit willen weten. How would you say we would never be able to do that? We zouden dat nooit kunnen doen. We zouden dat nooit kunnen doen. How would you say they would never want to do that? Ze zouden dat nooit willen doen. Ze zouden dat nooit willen doen. Because it is too difficult. Omdat het te duur is. That's because it's too expensive. <laughs> Omdat het te moeilijk is. Omdat het te moeilijk is. Ze zouden dat nooit willen doen. Omdat het te moeilijk is. The word for like that was... Zo. Zo. How would you say, we would never say it like that? We zouden het nooit zo zeggen. We zouden het nooit zo zeggen. Could you remind me of the difference between zeggen and spreken? Spreken is to speak. Zeggen is to say or to, or tell. to tell. Yes. How would you say, I wanted to say it? Ik wilde het zeggen. Ik wilde het zeggen. How would you say, I didn't want to say it? Ik wilde het niet zeggen. Ik wilde het niet zeggen. How would you say, you all are allowed to go? Jullie mogen gaan. Jullie mogen gaan. And how would you say, you all are allowed to go already? Jullie mogen al gaan. Jullie mogen al gaan. How would you say, are we allowed to go? Mogen we gaan? Mogen we gaan. And are we allowed to go already? Mogen we al gaan? Mogen we al gaan. Of course, in English, you would say, are we allowed to go yet? The word for still, as in it's still warm, is nog. N-O-G. Nog. You could think about loch. Still being at the lake. 
How would you say it's still warm? It is nog warm. Het is nog warm. As we're in England, could we say it's still raining? <laughs> Het regent nog. How would you say I'm still here? Ik ben nog hier. Ik ben nog hier. And why are you all still here would be... Waarom zijn jullie nog hier? Waarom zijn jullie nog hier? If you want to say something else, that's nog iets. So more something else translates as nog iets. Literally still something. How would you say... Do you want to say something else? Wil je nog iets zeggen? Wil je nog iets zeggen? And how would you say, I want to eat some more. I want to eat still something. Ik wil nog iets eten. Ik wil nog iets eten. And how would you say, do you want to drink some more? Wil je nog iets drinken? Wil je nog iets drinken? Of course, in English, you could say, do you want to drink some more? But you're more likely to say, do you want another drink? How would you say, I have nothing yet? I have still nothing. Ik heb nog niets. That's it. Ik heb nog niets. Something else is still something, nog iets. And still nothing is nog niets. How would you say, I'm still waiting? Ik wacht nog. Ik wacht nog. And if you want to say, not yet, then you have to say, still not. Nog niet. It has the same word order as, nu niet, morgen niet, daar niet, nog niet. That's not yet. Literally, still not. How would you say, I don't want to eat yet. Ik wil nog niet eten. Ik wil nog niet eten. The word for tired was... Something like moo. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly like that. Moo. M-O-E. Moo. Because I am too tired? Want ik te... Ik ben te moe. Want ik ben te moe. That's right. Want doesn't have the omdat effect. So, putting it all together, I don't want to eat yet because I am too tired. Ik wil nog niet eten, want ik ben te moe. Ik wil nog niet eten, want ik ben te moe. How would you say, I don't know yet, I don't know it yet? Ik weet het nog niet. Ik weet het nog niet. That's right. And how would you say, that... I don't know yet. Dat weet ik nog niet. Dat weet ik nog niet. Very good. You made a special sentence there with a special swap in it. How would you say, are you learning Dutch? Leer je Nederlands? Leer je Nederlands? And the word for speak was? Spreken. To speak, yeah, spreken. How would you say, I don't speak it yet? Ik spreek het nog niet. Ik spreek het nog niet. But you'd be lying because you already speak it very well. Very well was? Heel goed. Heel goed. 
So how would you say, I already speak it very well? Ik spreek het al heel goed. Ik spreek het al heel goed. How would you say, I've been speaking it for a long time. Already for a long time. Ik spreek het al lang. That's right. Al lang, already for a long time. And you need to use the present tense. So, not I have been speaking, but I speak. How would you say, do you know it yet? Do you know it already? Weet je het al? Weet je het al? And how would you say, do you know it still? Weet je het nog? Weet je het nog? Now, when you say, I know it still, ik weet het nog in Dutch, you're actually saying, I remember. So, I remember oh. in Dutch is, ik weet nog. I know still. There are other words for to remember, but this is one way of saying, I remember. Ik weet nog. I know still. How would you say, do you remember, do you know still, what they wanted? Weet je nog? Wat ze wil, wilden? Weet je nog wat ze wilden? How would you say, do you remember what time it was? Weet je hoe laat het was? That's, do you know what time it was? Do you remember is, do you know still? Weet je nog hoe laat het was? Weet je nog hoe laat het was? How do you say, I've got it, I have it? Ik heb het. Ik heb het. Hebben, H-E-B-B-E-N. When you say ik heb, the B that's written at the end of the word is going to sound like a P. Ik heb het. How would you say, have you got it? Heb je het? Heb je het. And if you wanted to stress it and say, have you got it, you would say? Heb jij het? Heb jij het? How would you say you, formal you, have it too? U hebt het ook. U hebt het ook. How would you say he has nothing? Hij heeft niets. Hij heeft niets. When you need something, when you want to say we need it, you say we have it needy in Dutch, which is? We hebben het nodig. We hebben het nodig. And how would you say, do you all need it? Hebben jullie het nodig? Hebben jullie het nodig? And we've looked at a lot of forms of heaven, and there is a reason for that. It'll be very clear very soon. How would you say, I'm not saying anything? Ik zeg niets. Ik zeg niets. And how would you say, he's not saying anything? Hij zegt niets. Hij zegt niets. Now, when you want to say, I have said, in Dutch, I have said, or I said, we use ge, G-E, at the beginning of the word, and that's then followed by the sound of the form that you would use with he, she, or it, like zegt. It might be spelt differently, but it's that sound that you put after ge. So we just had, he is saying, which is? Hij zegt. Hij zegt. So to say, I have said, which we're going to say, ik heb, and then ge, G-E, zegt, the form that goes with hij. 
So I have said is ik heb gezegd. I have said it, ik heb het gezegd. We're going to call this diving into the past. And what actually happens is you use a form of heaven and that's going to be the diving board. And then you dive into the other form, said it. And that verb is going to come at the end. So ik heb het gezegd. You dive into the past. How would you say, I have not said it? Ik heb het niet gezegd. Ik heb het niet gezegd. And how would you say, I haven't said it yet? Ik heb het nog niet gezegd. Ik heb het nog niet gezegd. And how would you say, why haven't you all said it yet? Waarom hebben jullie het nog niet gezegd? Waarom hebben jullie het nog niet gezegd? And I had a friend is... Ik had een vriend. Ik had een vriend. So how would you say, I had said it? Ik had het gezegd. Ik had het gezegd. Yeah, so I have said it. Ik heb het gezegd. I had said it. Ik had het gezegd. How do you say, are you learning Dutch? Leer je Nederlands. Leer je Nederlands. And how would you say, He's learning Dutch. Hij leert Nederlands. Hij leert Nederlands. So when you want to say, I have learned it, you say, ik heb het, then ge, and then the sound of hij leert. So ik heb het geleerd. It's also, I learned it. That also translates in Dutch as, ik heb het geleerd. So, how would you say, he has learnt it? Hij heeft het geleerd. Hij heeft het geleerd. And how would you say, we learnt it yesterday? We hebben het gisteren geleerd. We hebben het gisteren geleerd. And how would you say, why have you never learnt it? Waarom heb je het nooit Geleerd. Waarom heb je het nooit geleerd? When you want to say in English, you have to say... Het Engels? Het Engels, ja. Yeah. In English is in het Engels. So how would you say... How do you say that in English? Hoe zeg je dat in het Engels? Hoe zeg je dat in het Engels? And then you could say, I haven't learned it yet. Which would be... Ik heb het nog niet geleerd. Ik heb het nog niet geleerd. How would you say, she's never learned it? Ze heeft het nog niet geleerd. That's, she hasn't learned it yet. I want, she has never learned it. Ze heeft het nooit geleerd. Ze heeft het nooit geleerd. And how would you say, she had never learned it? Ze had het nooit geleerd. Ze had het nooit geleerd. Now, when you want to say never, in the meaning of never before, never yet, never in my whole life, you're going to say still 
never, nog, nooit. Word order again like, nu niet, nog niet, nog, nooit. So if you want to say, he's never before, he's never yet in his life, learnt it, you would say, he had it nog nooit geleerd. That's, he had never learnt it. He heeft het nog nooit geleerd. Hij heeft het nog nooit geleerd. So I'm not entirely clear on the difference between nooit by itself and nog, nog okay. nooit. I have never done that is saying I've never in my life up till now, up until this moment, it has never nog happened nooit. before. Um, but if you want to say I, I never do it, it would be ik doe dat nooit. Okay. So we've just had he's never in his life learned it, which is hij heeft het nog nooit geleerd. And how would you say, I have never said this before. I've never said this yet in my life. Ik heb dit nog nooit gezegd. That's it. Ik heb dit nog nooit gezegd. How would you say, he phones me often. Hij belt me vaak. Hij belt me vaak. And how would you say, I phoned him? I have phoned him. Ik heb hij gebeld. Ik heb him, phoned oh. him. Ik heb hem gebeld. Ik heb hem gebeld. Good, you worked out that it is hij belt. So, ik heb gebeld. How would you say, I phoned him yesterday evening. Ik heb hem gisteravond gebeld. Ik heb hem gisteravond gebeld. And how would you say, he's never phoned me before, he's never in his life, in my life, phoned me. Hij heeft me nog nooit gebeld. Hij heeft me nog nooit gebeld. Now you know how iets means something and niets means nothing. What do you think the word for ever is? Oit? Yes. Oit. Oit. How would you say, has he ever phoned you? Heeft hij je ooit gebeld? Heeft hij je ooit gebeld? How would you say, have you ever learnt that? Heb jij dat ooit geleerd? Heb jij dat ooit geleerd? And how would you say never before? Nog nooit. Nog nooit. Never before in my life. How would you say, have you ever said that? Heb je dat ooit gezegd? Heb je dat ooit gezegd? And how would you say, I have told you that? Ik heb je dat gezegd. Ik heb je dat gezegd. How would you say, I have told it you? As in I have told it to you? Yes. Ik heb, no, it's not the same as ik heb je dat gezegd. No, because what happens is the hut likes to stick to the verb. So where you can say, ik heb je dat gezegd, you have to say, ik heb het. Je gezegd. Because this hut really like to stick, likes to stick to the verb. 
ik heb het je gezegd. Ik heb het je gezegd, but ik heb dat. Ik heb je dat gezegd. That's right. Ik heb het je gezegd en ik heb je dat gezegd. With ik heb het je gezegd, you could also have ik heb het jullie gezegd, ik heb het haar gezegd, ik heb het hem gezegd. So this het will stick to the verb and then the haar, the hem, the je will come after that. How would you say he has told it to her? He has told it her. Hij heeft het haar gezegd. Hij heeft het haar gezegd. And how would you say they have told it us? They have told us. Ze hebben het ons gezegd. Ze hebben het ons gezegd. How do you say she works here? Ze werkt hier. Ze werkt hier. And how do you say I have worked here? Ik heb hier gewerkt. That's right. Gewerkt. G-E and then W-E-R-K-T in this case. Ik heb hier gewerkt. How would you say, have you ever worked in Amsterdam? Heb je ooit in Amsterdam gewerkt? Heb je ooit in Amsterdam gewerkt? How would you say, when did you all work there? Wanneer hebben jullie daar gewerkt? Wanneer hebben jullie daar gewerkt? And how would you say, what time did you phone her or what time have you phoned her yesterday? Hoe laat heb je haar gisteren gebeld? Hoe laat heb je haar gisteren gebeld? The word for beautiful was mooi. 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 M-O-O-I. And the word for beautifully is also mooi. So how would you say that is beautifully said? That is... Mooie. Just the word for beautiful is mooi. There's no e at the end. That is mooi gezegd. That is mooi gezegd. So the word for beautiful is mooi and the word for beautifully is also mooi. And how would you say she has said it beautifully? Ze heeft het mooi gezegd. Ze heeft het mooi gezegd. Now, the word for to make is maken. M-A-K-E, like in English, and an N at the end. Maken, with a K. How would you say, he's making it? Hij maakt het. Hij maakt het. The word for ready was... Klaar. Klaar. So how would you say, he makes it ready? Hij maakt het klaar. Hij maakt het klaar. Now, in English, you're more likely to say he's getting it ready. How would you say he made it? He has made it. Hij heeft het gemaakt. Hij heeft het gemaakt. And how would you say he had made it? Hij had het gemaakt. Hij had het gemaakt. And how would you say they've made it beautiful? Ze hebben het mooi gemaakt. Ze hebben het mooi gemaakt. So when you've got he did it, 
it's going to translate as literally has done in Dutch. So when I ask you for she made it fun, you need to say she has made it fun, which would be ze heeft het leuk gemaakt. Ze heeft het leuk gemaakt. How would you say he lives in America? Hij woont in Amerika. Hij woont in Amerika. And how would you say they have lived here? Ze hebben hier gewoond. Ze hebben hier gewoond. How would you say he wants to do it? Hij wil het doen. Hij wil het doen. Good. Willen, as you know, is a special trigger verb, so there's no T with the hij form. But when you dive into the past, when you dive into willen, you do need the T sound. So when you want to say, I have wanted it, you get... Ik heb het gewild. Ik heb het gewild. If you wanted to say, I've always wanted it, you would say... Ik heb het altijd gewild. Ik heb het altijd gewild. And by the way, the same will be true for kunnen. Ik heb het gekund, with the T. But don't worry about the other trigger verbs. They're hardly used in that form by themselves. So how would you say, he didn't want that, or he hasn't wanted that? Hij heeft dat niet gewild. Hij heeft dat niet gewild. You could also say, hij wilde dat niet, here, uh, but I'll explain later when you use which form. Uh, to wait was? Wachten. That's right, wachten. If you're waiting for somebody, in Dutch you're waiting on somebody. So it's wachten op. How would you say she's waiting for you? Ze wacht op je. Ze wacht op je. And how would you say, I have waited for you? Ik heb op je gewacht. Ik heb op je gewacht. How would you say, we have waited for you? We hebben op je gewacht. We hebben op je gewacht. To cost was? Kosten. Kosten. So how do you say, it costs too much? Het kost te veel. Het kost te veel. And how would you say, it hasn't cost too much or it didn't cost too much? Het heeft niet te veel gekost. Het heeft niet te veel gekost. The word for to repeat was? Herhalen. Herhalen. Very good. How would you say? He's repeating it for us. Hij herhaalt het voor ons. Hij herhaalt het voor ons. Now, when you want to dive into herhalen, you would normally expect ik heb, het, and then for repeated, ge, herhaald. But that's too much of a mouthful. We don't like to put unstressed prefixes together. So we don't want to go ge, he. One will do. So we're just going to stick to herhaald. Makes it nice and easy. It's exactly the same sound as the sound that you get in the present tense with hey.
So we don't want to add an unstressed syllable to another one. And you made it very clear when you said herhalen that her is unstressed. So I have not repeated it would be ik heb het niet herhaald. How would you say he has repeated it? Hij heeft het herhaald. Hij heeft het herhaald. What was the word again for never before? Still never? Nog nooit. Nog nooit. That's it. So how would you say, I have never repeated it before? Ik heb het nog nooit herhaald. Ik heb het nog nooit herhaald. How would you say, not yet? Nog niet. Nog niet. So how would you say, we haven't repeated it yet? We hebben het nog niet herhaald. We hebben het nog niet herhaald. The word for to pay, to pay is betalen, spelled B-E-T-A-L-E-N. You've got the T-A-L in there, as in tally. And it is something to do with counting, isn't it? Betalen. Now, if you listen again, betalen, you've got an unstressed prefix at the beginning of that word. So you know when you're going to dive into vitala, you dive into the sound. That's the same as the form for he. So let's do the form for he. How would you say he always pays? Hij betaalt altijd. Hij betaalt altijd. And how would you say he has paid it? Hij heeft het betaald. Hij heeft het betaald. How would you say who has paid her? Wie heeft Betaald. We need her. Wie heeft haar betaald? Wie heeft haar betaald? How would you say, I would pay her? Ik zou haar betalen. Ik zou haar betalen. If you wanted to say, I was supposed to pay her, that would be the same thing. Ik zou haar betalen. Ik zou haar betalen. And how would you say, I have paid him? Ik heb Hem betaald. Ik heb hem betaald. And how would you say, it is already paid? Het is al betaald. Het is al betaald. What was to cost again? Kosten. Kosten. And when you dive into that, you just follow the normal pattern. So you get... Gekost. Gekost. How would you say, how much did this cost? Hoeveel? Hebt dit? No. Hoeveel heeft het gekost? That's it. Hoeveel heeft dit gekost? Hoeveel heeft dit gekost? Yeah, this is dit. And dit is like het. Het heeft gekost. How do you say, it cost us too much? Het heeft ons te veel gekost. Het heeft ons... Te veel gekost. How would you say, why did it cost him a lot? Waarom heeft het hem te veel gekost? That's why did it cost him too much? I just want much, a lot. Waarom heeft het hem veel gekost? Waarom heeft het hem veel gekost? What's the word for expensive? Duur. Duur. How would you say, he hasn't paid me yet, because it was too expensive for him? He hasn't paid me yet? 
Hij heeft me nog niet betaald. Because it was too expensive for him. Omdat het voor hem te duur was. Yes. Hij heeft me nog niet betaald. Omdat het voor hem te duur was. Oh, omdat het te duur voor hem was. We're coming to the next word, which is discover. And it's ontdekken. Now think of cover as decking. Something that covers something. Ontdekken. Spelled O-N-T. That's the prefix. And then D-E-K-K-E-N. Decken. And it's pronounced like there's no T. Ontdekken. Again, unstressed prefix. Ontdekken. And all these unstressed prefixes, we've already had her as in herhalen. Be as in betalen. There's also er, ver, ge itself can be the beginning of a word. So all of these, when you dive into the word, you're going to get the same sound as the form for he or she or it. So let's do that one first. How would you say she discovers everything? Ze ontdekt alles. Ze ontdekt alles. And how would you say she hasn't discovered that yet? Ze heeft dat nog niet ontdekt. Ze heeft dat nog niet ontdekt. How would you say we discovered a lot? We hebben veel ontdekt. We hebben veel ontdekt. How would you say I had it? Ik had het. Ik had het. And how would you say I had said it? Ik had het gezegd. Ik had het gezegd. And I had said it, hadn't I? Would be... Ik had het gezegd, hè? Ik had het gezegd, hè? How would you say she wants to repair it? Ze wil het repareren. Ze wil het repareren. And how would you say he often repairs it? Hij repareert het vaak. Hij repareert het vaak. Now, repareren will follow the normal rule when you want to dive into the past. So you will need ge and you will need the sound of the form that you would use with hij, zij and het. So when you dive into it, you're going to get... Gerepareerd. Gerepareerd. And how would you say he repaired it yesterday? Hij heeft het gisteren gerepareerd. Hij heeft het gisteren gerepareerd. How would you say she had repaired it? Ze had het gerepareerd. Ja, keep the had short. Ze had het gerepareerd. How would you say she had not repaired it? Ze had het niet gerepareerd. Ze had het niet gerepareerd. How would you say he had discovered it? Hij had het ontdekt. Hij had het ontdekt. And how would you say he had not discovered it yet? Hij had het nog niet ontdekt. Hij had het nog niet ontdekt. How would you say Columbus had not discovered America yet? And don't worry about the pronunciation of Columbus. It's very similar in Dutch. Columbus. Had Amerika nog niet ontdekt. 
Columbus had Amerika nog niet ontdekt. How would you say, Columbus did not discover America, did he? Columbus heeft niet Amerika ontdekt, hè? Would be correct if you wanted to say, ah, it was not America he discovered, it was something else. So you just want to say, Amerika niet ontdekt. And keep the niet with the ontdekt. So Columbus did not discover America, did he? Columbus heeft Amerika niet ontdekt, hè? Columbus heeft Amerika niet ontdekt, hè? How would you say you had already repeated it, hadn't you? Je had het al herhaald, hè? Je had het al herhaald, hè? How would you say it had cost a lot? Het had veel gekost. Het had veel gekost. How would you say we had learned a lot? Is it we hadden? Oh. We hadden veel geleerd. We hadden veel geleerd. How do you say, I would like a glass of water? Ik wil graag een glas water. Ik wil graag een glas water. Good, you didn't translate the of, because we don't need it in Dutch. The word for a little bit, or a little bit of, but again, that of is going to be dropped, is a, een, and then little bit is beetje, b-e-e-t-j. E. The J-E ending shows you that it's one of these little words. And a little bit, of course, is always small. And beetje. How would you say, I would like a little bit of water. I would like some water. Ik wil graag een beetje water. Ik wil graag een beetje water. How would you say, we had learned a little bit. We hadden een beetje geleerd. We hadden een beetje geleerd. How would you say, it's a little bit difficult for me? Het is een beetje moeilijk voor me. Het is een beetje moeilijk voor me. And if I wanted to say, for me, you would say? Voor mij. Voor mij. How would you say, it's not difficult? Het is niet moeilijk. Het is niet moeilijk. Now, the word for so... As in, it's not so difficult, is also helpfully so, z-o, which we've come across before, meaning like that. So if you want to say, it's not so difficult, you would say, It is niet so moeilijk. It is niet so moeilijk. How would you say, would you like some more? Would you like still something? Wil je nog iets? Wil je nog iets? How would you say, do you want a little bit more? Do you want still a little bit? Wil je nog een beetje? Wil je nog een beetje? How do you say, very much? Very is... Veel. Veel is much. And very is heel. Uh, so if you want to talk about very much, it's heel veel. A huge lot, a huge lot of something, very much. How would you say, we've paid a huge lot, a huge amount? We hebben een heel veel betaald. You don't need een, even though in English I said a huge lot of. 
uh, you can just think as very much or a huge lot, a huge lot of as heel veel. The uh doesn't get translated. It's different with an beetje, a little bit, because you use a before the noun beetje. But here you've got heel veel, meaning very much. So we've paid very much. We've paid a huge lot, you would say. We hebben heel veel betaald. We hebben heel veel betaald. How would you say we've learned a huge lot of Dutch? We hebben heel veel Nederlands geleerd. Yeah, Nederlands, keep it a bit shorter, not Nederlands, but Nederlands. Nederlands. Okay. Uh, we hebben heel veel Nederlands geleerd. How would you say I was supposed to have it, which is the same as I would have it. Ik zou het hebben. Ik zou het hebben. But I don't have it. Maar ik heb het niet. Mm -hmm. Let's put them together. I was supposed to have it, but I don't have it. Ik zou het hebben, maar ik heb het niet. That's it. Ik zou het hebben, maar ik heb het niet. How would you say, I would ask it for him, or I was supposed to ask it for him? Ik zou het voor hem gevraagd. After would, we are not oh, going to dive. Yeah. Would is a trigger verb. It sends the forms to the end and you'll have an infinitive, a full form of the verb at the end. I would ask it for him is... Ik zou het voor hem vragen. Ik zou het voor hem vragen. So, ik zou het voor hem vragen could mean I would ask it for him. Or I was supposed to ask it for him. So how do you know which it is? From the context, I would ask it for him. You're clearly talking about something that might happen in the future. I, I would ask it for him if that's what he wanted me to do. Uh, there's that possibility about what's going to happen. But if you say, I was supposed to ask it for him, he was supposed to do it. They say, oh, ik zou het voor hem doen. It's quite clear. I've forgotten. You know, it's going to be from the way I say it, from the context mainly. Am I talking about something that I was supposed to do in the past or something that's a possibility, something that I might do? How would you say he never asks it? Hij vraagt het nooit. Hij vraagt het nooit. And how would you say I have asked it? Ik heb het gevraagd. Ik heb het gevraagd. And how would you say you all were supposed to ask it, but we asked. You all were supposed to ask it? Jullie zou het vragen. Jullie, not zou, that's for ik, or je, or hij. Ah, oh, jullie zouen. You can pronounce it like that, actually, zouen, but it's spelled with a D, and you will hear zouden as well. But it's like goede and goeie, zouden, zouen. Sounds more colloquial. So, you got away with that. So, you all were supposed to ask it. Jullie zouden het vragen, but we asked it. Maar wij hebben het gevraagd. Maar wij hebben het gevraagd. Good. After hebben, maar wij hebben het gevraagd, there was no way to go but to dive. And you used gevraagd. Whereas after zouden, you didn't dive and you said, jullie zouden het vragen. Now, when you want to say, I would have asked it, you get I would, ik zou, have asked it, ik zou het, hebben, gevraagd. 
De zal is het trigger verb, sends the verbs to the end. Ik zal het hebben, but after hebben, you've got no way to go but to dive. Ik zal het hebben gevraagd, or ik zal het gevraagd hebben. It doesn't matter where you put the hebben. But what I'll suggest you do is put the form of hebben at the end, because it's going to make our lives easier later. Ik zal het gevraagd hebben. I would have asked it. Literally, I would it asked have. Ik zal het gevraagd hebben. So how would you say, she would have asked it? Ze zou het gevraagd hebben. Ze zou het gevraagd hebben. How would you say, we would have asked it? We zouden het gevraagd hebben. We zouden het gevraagd hebben. How would you say, we would have learned it? We zouden het geleerd hebben. We zouden het geleerd hebben. How would you say, he would have paid it? Hij zou het betaald hebben. Hij zou het betaald hebben. How would you say, I would have repeated it? Ik zou het herhaald hebben. Ik zou het herhaald hebben. It's probably the right time to tell you that there is a shorter form for this, which we will come to very, very soon. You don't need to use all those verbs. We can make it shorter and easier for you. But it's important that you know this structure as well. How would you say, I have asked him something? Ik heb hem iets gevraagd. Ik heb hem iets gevraagd. And how would you say, I have asked him it? Ik heb hem het gevraagd. Ik heb het hem gevraagd. That's it. It's an interesting one here. You were right. It is, ik heb hem iets gevraagd. Hem iets. But when you say, I have asked him, or I have asked him it, you say, ik heb het hem gevraagd. Because the het likes to go with the heb, and then the hem, or the haar, or whatever else comes after the het. How would you say, I had asked it? Ik had het gevraagd. Ik had het gevraagd. Now, ik had het gevraagd, you know, means I had asked it. But there is another meaning. And the other meaning is, I would have asked it. Which so far, you've said, ik zou het gevraagd hebben. You know how to do that. But we can make it easier. We can say the shorter form. And again, how do you know the difference when you're speaking? It comes from the context. There's a very big difference between I had asked it and I would have asked it. And if you do feel that you need to make it clear, you can go back to the longer form. Or you will also understand the longer form if people use it to make it clear to you. But most of the time, you just use the short form, the easier form. So when I say would have, I want you to think had. Would have is had. I would have asked it. Ik had het gevraagd. And that means the heaven completely disappears. Because the heaven is now in the had. So, I would have asked it is... Ik had het gevraagd. Ik had het gevraagd. How would you say, I had worked there? Ik had daar gewerkt. Ik had daar gewerkt. Good. How would you say, I would have worked there? Ik had daar gewerkt. Ik had daar gewerkt. How would you say, they had already combined it? 
Ze hadden het al gecombineerd. Ah, gecombineerd. Gecombineerd. You do need the ge here. There are specific unstressed prefixes, prefixes. that you can't put ge in front of. And they are be, her, ont, ver, er. There is a limited number of these. When we come across one, I will tell you that that's what it is. And if you were to add ge in front of something like betale, you'd still be understood. And it's important to just communicate with people. Don't worry about getting everything absolutely right. So, so it really a, is the normal rule, really, is to add the ge. Absolutely. So they had already combined it, would be? Ze hadden het al gecombineerd. Ze hadden het al gecombineerd. And how would you say they would have combined it? But it was too late. They would have combined it. We hadden het gecombineerd, maar it was het was te laat. Maar het was te laat. Ze hadden het gecombineerd, maar het was te laat. This is a good example of a sentence where you can see that ze hadden het gecombineerd, maar het was te laat, means they would have combined it, not they had combined it. How would you say, who asked that? Wie had dat gevraagd? That would be who had asked that. I just ah. want who asked that. Wie heeft dat gevraagd? Wie heeft dat gevraagd? How would you say, I have asked her? Ik heb haar gevraagd. But like with uh, to know, to say and to understand, you always have to say what you ask. So if you say, ik heb haar gevraagd, I expect you to keep talking and tell me what it was. Ik heb haar gevraagd hoe laat het was. For instance, if you're not going to continue your sentence and tell me what it is, you have to put in it. So that would be... Ik heb het haar gevraagd. Ik heb het haar gevraagd. How would you say you, formal you, had not asked? U had het niet gevraagd. U had het niet gevraagd. But I would have told you, formal you. Maar ik zou het u gezegd. And there's a word missing. Would have told you. Ik zou het u gezegd. Oh, so I should just say, maar ik had het u gezegd. That's right. You have a choice. You can say, maar ik zou het u gezegd hebben. Or use the short form and think, would have. Would have is had. But I would have told you, formal you, is. Maar ik had het u gezegd. Maar ik had het u gezegd. You hadn't asked, but I would have told you. U had het niet gevraagd, maar ik had het u gezegd. How would you say, I would have paid him if he had asked it? Ik had hem betaald. Als hij het heeft gevraagd. Now that would be, I would have paid him if he has asked it. I want if he had asked it. Als hij het had gevraagd. Als hij het had gevraagd. Of als hij het gevraagd had. But in any case, both verbs are at the end because als has the on that effect. Ik had hem betaald. Als hij het gevraagd had. The word for to buy is? 
kopen. Kopen. When you want to say, I have bought it, you would expect to hear gekoopt, but that would be wrong. It's not a regular verb. It's a different form. And when we come across those, I'll tell you what they are. In this case, bought is gekocht. G-E, obviously the G beginning, and then K-O-C-H-T. Very often in English, when you have G-H, as in bought, you have C-H in Dutch. Maybe to help you remember it, you could think that you have to cough it up when you've bought it. Gekocht. How would you say, I have bought it? Ik heb het gekocht. Ik heb het gekocht. And how would you say, he has bought it? Hij heeft het gekocht. Hij heeft het gekocht. How would you say, why did you all buy it? Waarom hebben jullie het gekocht? Waarom hebben jullie het gekocht? How would you say, if they could? Als ze konden. Als ze konden. So how would you say, they would have bought it if they could? Ze hadden het gekocht als ze konden. Ze hadden het gekocht als ze konden. How would you say, I haven't bought it because I couldn't find it? Ik heb het niet gekocht because I couldn't find it. Omdat ik het niet gevind. Because I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. That's the past tense of I can find it. Let's do it. I can find it. Ik kan het vinden. Ik kan het vinden. That's right. Kunnen is a trigger verb and it sends the full verb to the end. I could find it. I was able to find it is... Ik kon het vinden. That's right. The vowel changes. Ik kon het vinden. I couldn't find it is... Ik het niet kon vinden. After on that, yes. So, put it together. I haven't bought it because I couldn't find it. Ik heb het niet gekocht omdat ik het niet kon vinden. Ik heb het niet gekocht omdat ik het niet kon vinden. Now, want I bought it in Amsterdam yesterday. And when you say I bought it in Amsterdam yesterday, in English it sounds better to say that rather than I bought it yesterday in Amsterdam. In Dutch it's the other way around. We like to put time before place. So we want to put yesterday before we say in Amsterdam. So how would you say I bought it in Amsterdam yesterday? Ik heb het gisteren in Amsterdam Gekocht. Ik heb het gisteren in Amsterdam gekocht. Now, when you don't really want to worry about that, what you could always do, if you find it easier, is to put the time at the beginning of the sentence and say, yesterday I bought it in Amsterdam. Gisteren heb ik het in Amsterdam gekocht. Good. You realized that putting gisteren at the beginning of the sentence made it special and you did your special swap and said gisteren heb ik and not ik heb. How would you say you did it or you've done it? The past form of that is irregular. It's not gedoet. Unfortunately, it is 
gedaan. Sounds a little bit like the English done. Daan. Gedaan. G-E-D-A-A-N. And like in English, there is that vowel sound change. Do, done. And in Dutch, doen, gedaan. So, how would you say you did it? Je hebt het gedaan. That's it. Je hebt het gedaan. And how would you say you did it or you've done it beautifully? Je hebt het mooi gedaan. Je hebt het mooi gedaan. How would you say more beautiful or more beautifully? Mooier. Mooier. That's it. So, how would you say he did it more beautifully? Hij heeft het mooier gedaan. Hij heeft het mooier gedaan. And how would you say you did it? Jij heeft het gedaan. Not jij. Oh, jij hebt het gedaan. Jij hebt het gedaan. But then you could say, but I did it for you. Maar ik heb het voor jij gedaan. Jammer. <laughs> It's a shame. For you. Oh, it... jou. Ik heb het voor jou gedaan. That's it. Maar ik heb het voor jou gedaan. How would you say, how often did you do that? Hoe vaak heb je dat gedaan? Now I've been telling you that je was part of the tea gang. And it is. But, but not it in never a question. Was the tea. Yeah, not in a question. Not when it's asked. Hoe vaak heb je dat gedaan? Hoe vaak heb je dat gedaan? How would you say, I have never done it before? Ik heb het nog nooit gedaan. Ik heb het nog nooit gedaan. How would you say, I would have done it? Ik had het gedaan. Ik had het gedaan. How would you say, we've enjoyed doing it? Now what you'd say in Dutch is, we have done it with pleasure. We hebben het graag gedaan. We hebben het graag gedaan. And if you just want to say, done with pleasure, with pleasure done, you would say? Graag gedaan. Graag gedaan. And that actually means, you're welcome, my pleasure. The word for to give is? Geven. Geven. When you want to say, I have given it, that's another verb which doesn't follow the regular pattern when you dive into the past. So it's not gereefd, but it's gegeven. So geven and then gegeven. You just put the GE, the G, in front of the full verb. Gegeven. So how would you say, I have given it? Ik heb het gegeven. And how would you say, I had given it? Ik had het gegeven. Ik had het Gegeven. Now, there are other verbs that put the ge in front of the full verb if you want to dive into the past. And I'll tell you which ones they are as we come across them. But some examples are seen, which is gezien, and wassen, to wash, which is gewassen. It's also true for to stand, staan, so that will become Gestaan. That's right, gestaan. It's also true for to go. Gegaan. Gegaan. 
And it's also true for Coleman, so you would get... Gekomen. Gekomen. Now, what we're going to call this particular pattern is the geven box. It's like a present, something that's given to you. Geven. So it follows the same pattern as geven. And when a verb does that, we will say it fits into the geven box. And then you know that you just have to put ge in front of it to find the form that you dive into. How would you say she has given something? Ze heeft iets gegeven. Ze heeft iets gegeven. And how would you say, we've already given something? We hebben al iets gegeven. We hebben al iets gegeven. How would you say, when did you give it us? When did you give it to us? You don't need the to in Dutch. You just say, when did you give it us? Wanneer heb je het ons gegeven? Wanneer heb je het ons gegeven? How would you say, I saw it or I have seen it? And zien is in the geven box. Ik heb het gezien. Ik heb het gezien. How would you say, have you all ever seen it? Hebben jullie nog? No. no. Let's do never first. Never is... Oh, so, no, it is. Never is nooit and ever is ooit. That's um, it. Hebben jullie het ooit gezien? Hebben jullie het ooit gezien? How would you say, I had seen it? Ik had het gezien. Ik had het gezien. And how would you say, I would have seen it? Ik had het gezien. Ik had het gezien. To wash was... Wassen. Wassen. And it fits in the geven box. So how would you say, I have washed it? Ik heb het gewassen. Ik heb het gewassen. How would you say, we had never washed it before? We hadden het nog nooit gewassen. We hadden het nog nooit gewassen. Now, we said earlier that um, if has two forms. One is als, and the other one, when it means whether, is of. Of, that's it. So how would you say, I don't know whether they've washed it? Ik weet niet of ze het gewassen hebben. Ik weet niet of ze het gewassen hebben. Or, ik weet niet of ze het hebben gewassen. Very good for remembering that of has the omdat effect and sends the verbs to the end. How would you say, do you know if they've washed it? Weet je of ze het hebben gewassen? Weet je of ze het hebben gewassen? Of weet je of ze het gewassen hebben? Weet je of ze het gewassen hebben? How would you say, I don't know if she has given it? Ik weet niet of ze het gegeven heeft. Ik weet niet of ze het gegeven heeft. How would you say, I'll ask her something? Ik vraag haar iets. That's good. I will ask her something, but without it being an emphasized form. It's not a promise, it's just a normal present tense to express the future. Ik vraag haar iets, if you want, would be? Als je wil. Als je wil. Like in English, you can say, if you want that. 
als je dat wil. How would you say, I would see it? Ik zou het zien. That's right, plain would, trigger verb, ik zou het zien. If it were there, if it was over there. Als het daar was. Als het daar was. How would you say, I would have seen it, if it was there? Ik had het gezien als het daar was. Ik had het gezien als het daar was. How would you say, you must or you have to try it? Je moet het proberen. Je moet het proberen. Now, we've already said that must and have to is moeten. But when you want to use should or ought to or need to, you also use moeten. You'll find out from the context and from the intonation what is meant. So, must, have to, should, need to, they're all moeten. How would you say, we should help them? We moeten ze helpen. We moeten ze helpen. How would you say, we need to do it? We moeten het doen. We moeten het doen. How would you say, you should try it? Je moet het proberen. It's not moet, it's moet. Je moet het proberen. That's better. Je moet het proberen. So, have to is moeten. And we've already said what had to can be, which is... Moesten. Moesten for the groups. And for the individuals you would use... Must. Must. So, how would you say, I had to help? Ik moest helpen. Ik moest helpen. How would you say, we had to stay? We moesten blijven. We moesten blijven. How would you say, you have to stay? Je moet blijven. Je moet blijven. How would you say, to hurry? It's to do with haste. Haasten. Haasten. That's it. Haasten. So, I have to hurry myself. How would you say that? Ik moet me haasten. Ik moet me haasten. And how would you say, she needs to hurry? Ze moet ze haasten. It's not ze, it's ik moet me haasten, but he, she, zich, it, zich. That's the ze one. moet zich haasten. Ze moet zich haasten. And if you talk about they, you would say... Ze moeten zich haasten. Ze moeten zich haasten. It's still the same zich for they. How would you say, we had to hurry? We moesten ons haasten. We moesten ons haasten. How would you promise somebody and say, I will hurry? Ik zal me haasten. Ik zal me haasten. And if you just want to say to somebody, hurry up, hurry... You'd say, Hassig? No, this is the form for je, for you, because I'm telling you. Hastje? Hastje. That's it. And then, if you want to say, I have rushed, I have hurried up, you're going to dive into hasten. And it just follows the normal rule. He needs to hurry would be, Hij moet zich hasten. And he is hurrying. Hij haast zich. Hij haast zich. So how would you say, I have rushed? 
Ik heb me gehaast. That's it. Ik heb me gehaast. How would you say, I am having a wash. I am washing myself. Ik was me. Ik was me. And how would you say, I have not washed myself? Ik heb me niet gewassen. That's it. It's in the gevenbox. Gewassen. Ik heb me niet gewassen. Of course, in English you'd say, I haven't had a wash. How would you say, have you had a wash? Heb je zich gewassen? Zich goes with... Sorry, heb je je gewassen? That's it. Heb je je gewassen? And how would you say, has he had a wash? Heeft zich gewassen. I didn't hear he. Heeft hij zich gewassen? That's it. Heeft hij zich gewassen? Heeft hij zich gewassen? Yeah, because you've got to check those things. Heeft hij zich gewassen? How would you say, he had to have a wash? Hij moest zich gewassen. Ah, no. Moest is from moeten. And moeten is a trigger verb. You don't dive after these verbs. Let's do, he has to have a wash first. He has to hey, wash himself. Moet zich wassen. That's it, wassen. is the full form of the verb. So, hij moest zich wassen. Hij moest zich wassen. The word for to fetch, to get, is... Begrepen. That's to understand. This is the one where you haul somebody into the room, you f- go and fetch them. Halen. Halen. How would you say, she's fetching it for us? Ze haalt het voor ons. Ze haalt het voor ons. And how would you say, I have fetched it for her? Ik heb het voor haar gehaald. Gehaald. Sorry, gehaald. That's right. Ik heb het voor haar gehaald. To pick up is... Ophalen. Ophalen. So, how would you say, she's picking it up tomorrow? Ze haalt het morgen op. Ze haalt het morgen op. How would you say, you all had to pick it up? I'm worried now because it's a, it's, you can split the op away from the haal and... Right, well, let's do you all had to first. Ze moesten. Jullie moesten. Jullie moesten. Now, moeten is a trigger verb. The trigger verb will make the full form of the verb... All the verbs and all the parts of the verb go to the end. Jullie moesten het voor haar ophalen. Jullie moesten het voor haar ophalen. You all had to pick it up for her. Now I want I have picked it up. Now when you do I have picked it up, you're going to need picked up or fetched, which is gehaald. And the up is going to be at the front of the verb. So what actually happens is, if you have a separable verb like ophalen, where the stress is on op, then the pattern is like this. You say, well, it's ophalen, op and halen. Halen dives into gehaald, and then the op goes to the front. So what you get is op, gehaald. So you could see the ge as being sandwiched in the middle. Op, ge, haalt. So, halen, ophalen, gehaald, op, ge, haalt. How would you say, 
I have picked it up. Ik heb het opgehaald. Ik heb het opgehaald. And how would you say, she has picked it up? Ze heeft het opgehaald. Opgehaald. Ze heeft het opgehaald. He made it or he has made it was. Hij heeft het gemaakt. Hij heeft het gemaakt. Now, to make something ready, you can see as a separable verb klaarmaken. It actually translates as to prepare. So, for instance, you could say, hij heeft het eten klaargemaakt. He has prepared the food. Klaargemaakt. So you've got the g in the middle there between klaar and maken. It's actually spelled as one word. So how would you say he made it ready or he has made it ready? Hij heeft het klaargemaakt. Hij heeft het klaargemaakt. How would you say we prepared it? We hebben het klaargemaakt. We hebben het klaargemaakt. Now, the word for clean was... Schoonmaken. Yeah, to clean is schoonmaken. So, how would you say he cleaned it? Hij heeft het schoongemaakt. That's it. Hij heeft het schoongemaakt. How would you say we've cleaned it? We hebben het schoongemaakt. We hebben... Het schoongemaakt. How would you say we want to join in? We willen meedoen. We willen meedoen. How would you say she did it or she has done it? Ze heeft het doen. No, nee. after hebben, heeft, you have to dive. Ze heeft het gedoen. No, this was one of the exceptions, but it doesn't go in the geven box. Yeah, no, it sounds a little bit like English. Ze heeft het gedaan. Ze heeft het gedaan. So how would you say she has joined in? Ze heeft meedaan. Don't forget your Mee, sandwich. Meegedaan. Ze heeft meegedaan. Doen dives into gedaan. And then the mee goes in front of it. How would you say... They didn't take part. They didn't join in. Ze hebben niet meegedaan. Ze hebben niet meegedaan. Now let's go back to this geven box. Gaan is one of the words in the geven box. So you would dive into... Gegaan. Gegaan. So if you wanted to go out, uitgaan. If you wanted to dive into that, you would get... Uitgegaan. Uitgegaan. And to come, komen, is also in the geven box. How would it work for to come in? Binnengekomen. Binnengekomen. To let was... Laten. Laten. Also in the geven box, it would dive into... Gelaten. Gelaten. And if you wanted to let somebody or something out... You would dive into... Uitgelaten. Uitgelaten. So, how would you say, I let him in? Ik heb hem binnengelaten. Ik heb hem binnengelaten. And how would you say, who let him in? Wie heeft hem binnengelaten? Wie heeft hem binnengelaten? The word for back, as in to come back, was... 
Zurück. Zurück. So how would you say she's given it back? Sie hat es zurückgegeben. That's it. Zurück. And then the ge sandwiched in the middle. And then geven. Zurückgegeben. Sie hat es zurückgegeben. Why has she given it back? Warum hat sie es zurückgegeben? Warum hat sie es zurückgegeben? And how do you say, why did she give it back? Warum heeft ze het teruggegeven? That's right. Why has she given it back or why did she give it back? It's exactly the same in Dutch. Warum heeft ze het teruggegeven? How would you say, it was warmer than that? Het was warmer dan dat. Het was warmer dan dat. How would you say, I think it is beautiful. I find it beautiful. Ik vind het mooi. Ik vind het mooi. One more time. Ik vind het mooi. That's right. The D at the end of a word is always pronounced t. How would you say, I find that more beautiful? Ik vind dat mooier. Ik vind dat mooier. One more time. Ik vind dat mooier. Mooier. That's right. Now, when you want to say that something is the most beautiful, you will need that ST at the end of most. Most beautiful is moist, moist, with a long O, moist. How would you say, this is the most beautiful cat? Dit is the moist cat. Yeah. As you know, adjectives, descriptive words, will take an E if they are placed before the word that they actually describe. So instead of moist cat, you need to say the moist cat. That's right. So this is the most beautiful cat. This is the moist cat. This is the moist cat. How would you say warmest? Warmste. Warmste. Yes. If you put it before the word it will describe, it will be warmste. Otherwise, you could just say warmst, as in dit is het warmst. This is the warmest. But if you wanted to say, that was the warmest day, you would say, Dat was de warmste dag. Dat was de warmste dag. The word for best, you will be pleased to know, is best. So, her best friend would be? Haar beste vriend. Haar beste vriend. How would you say, you are her best friend? Je bent haar beste vriend. Je bent haar beste vriend. How would you say, you must see it? Je moet het zien. Je moet het zien. And how would you say, she should see it too? Ze moet het ook zien. Ze moet het ook zien. How would you say, you need to do it? Je moet het doen. Je moet het doen. And how would you say, she's able to do it? Ze kan het doen. Ze kan het doen. How would you say, they can do it? Ze kunnen het doen. Ze kunnen het doen. And how would you say, we'll do it? Promise, we'll do it. We zullen het doen. We zullen het doen. Now, you will also use the zal or the zullen for prediction. When you want to predict, she will do it. 
or she'll do it, I'm sure. It's my prediction. You would say, Zazaladun. She will do it. Very often, you will hear well as well. Zazalat well done. Because well, as you know, gives a positive reinforcement. So, how would you say, they'll do it? Zazalan at din. That's zal, but it's a different vowel when you say they. Zazulan. Z-U-L-L-E-N. Zazulan. Zazulan at dun. 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 Zazulan at dun. How would you say, I think? To think is? Denken. Denken. I think that she'll do it. It's prediction. Ik denk dat ze het zal doen. Ik denk dat ze het zal doen. How would you say, she will be able to do it. She'll be able to do it. Prediction. Ze zal het kunnen doen. Ze zal het kunnen doen. How would you say, she would be able to do it? Ze zou het kunnen doen. Ze zou het kunnen doen. How would you say, they would be able to do it? Ze zouden het kunnen doen. Ze zouden het kunnen doen. How would you say, he wants to do it? Hij wil het doen. Hij wil het doen. How would you predict that he'll want to do it? Hij zal het wel willen doen. Hij zal het wel willen doen. I like the well that you put in there in the right place as well. You don't need to do it, but it sounded very natural. It sounded very good. Hij zal het wel willen doen. Hij zal het willen doen. How would you say he would want to do it? Hij zou het willen doen. Hij zou het willen doen. How would you say we would want to do it? We zouden het willen doen. We zouden het willen doen. How would you say he has to do it? Hij moet het doen. Hij moet het doen. And how would you say he should do it? Hij moet het doen. Hij moet het doen. How would you predict he'll have to do it? Hij zal het doen. He will have to do it? Hij zal het have to, must. Moeten doen. That's it. Hij zal het moeten doen. That's it. Hij zal het moeten doen. How would you say she is allowed to do it? Ze kan het doen. That's oh, no, that's, she can do it. Yeah. Ze mag het doen. Ze mag het doen. And how would you say they are allowed to do it? Ze mogen het doen. Yeah, one more time. Mogen. Ze mogen het doen. That was the one. Ze mogen het doen. How would you say you all are not allowed to do it? Jullie mogen het niet doen. Jullie mogen het niet doen. And how would you say we would be allowed to see it? We zouden het zien. We would be allowed to see it. We zouden het mogen zien. We zouden het mogen zien. How would you predict? How would you be confident and say, we'll be allowed to see it? We zullen het mogen zien. We zullen het mogen zien. How would you say, I would be able to do it? Ik zou het mogen Doen. How would you say I would be able to do it? Ik zou het 
kunnen doen. Ik zou het kunnen doen. How would you say I would not be able to do it? Ik zou het niet kunnen doen. That's right. Ik zou het niet kunnen doen. How would you say I would not want to say that? Ik zou dat niet zeggen. I would not want to say that. Ik zou dat niet willen zeggen. Ik zou dat niet willen zeggen. If you want to dive into the past with willen, you could say I have wanted that. Ik heb dat gewild. Gewild. But that's if you want to look at it that way, a short form of I have wanted to have that. I have wanted to do that. I have wanted to say that. And when you dive into a trigger verb and then you want to add another verb like I have wanted to do, I have wanted to say that, you're not actually going to use the form with ge. You're simply going to use the full form of the verb. So what you're going to get is not ik heb het gewild doen, but ik heb het willen doen. So where in English you're going to say I have wanted to do that, you would get I have to want to do that. Ik heb dat willen doen. So when you dive into a trigger verb and you're going to use another verb after that, you're going to end up with two full forms of the verb. Ik heb dat willen doen. So how would you say she has wanted to do that? Ze heeft dat willen doen. Ze heeft dat willen doen. And how would you say she has wanted to say that? Ze heeft dat willen zeggen. Ze heeft dat willen zeggen. How would you say, I have wanted to say that? Ik heb dat willen zeggen. Ik heb dat willen zeggen. And how would you say, I have wanted to learn that? Ik heb dat willen leren. Ik heb dat willen leren. How would you say, he has wanted to do that? Hij heeft dat willen doen. Hij heeft dat willen doen. How would you say, He has wanted to do that for a long time. Already for a long time. Hij heeft dat al lang willen doen. Hij heeft dat al lang willen doen. How would you say, I have wanted to try that? Ik heb dat willen proberen. Ik heb dat willen proberen. And how would you say, I would want to try that? Ik zou dat willen proberen. Ik zou dat willen proberen. How would you say, I have wanted to do that? Ik heb dat willen doen. Ik heb dat willen doen. And how would you say, I would not want to do that? Ik zou dat niet willen doen. Ik zou dat niet willen doen. How would you say, I would not let him go? Ik zou hem niet laten gaan. Ik zou hem niet laten gaan. How would you say, I have let her see it? Ik heb haar het laten zien. But the het likes to stick to the heb. Ik heb het haar laten zien. Ik heb het haar laten zien. Now, said in English, I have let her see it. In English, you'd actually say, I have shown it to her. Ik heb het haar laten zien. How would you say, I have let it go? Ik heb het laten gaan. 
ik heb het laten gaan. And how would you say, I have seen her go. I have her to see to go. Ik heb haar zien gaan. Ik heb haar zien gaan. And you'll notice what actually happens here is that zien works like a trigger verb. It is followed by another verb. It's also the same for I have heard her speak, for example. So verbs that are to do with the senses can also operate like trigger verbs. How would you say, I would not let that go? Ik zou dat niet laten gaan. Ik zou dat niet laten gaan. We would not let them go would be? We zouden hen niet laten gaan. We zouden hen niet laten gaan. You can use the unstressed form as well, which would be we zouden ze niet laten gaan. That's it. How would you say he has been able to say it? Hij heeft het kunnen zeggen. Hij heeft het kunnen zeggen. How would you say I had not wanted to do it? Let's start with I had wanted to do it. I had to want to do it. Ik had het willen doen. Ik had het willen doen. And I had not wanted to do it. Ik had het niet willen doen. Ik had het niet willen doen. How would you say we had been able to do it? We hadden het willen doen. I want to be able to. We hadden het kunnen doen. That's right. To be able to is kunnen. And here in the sentence we get the full form of the verb. We hadden het kunnen doen. How would you say we would have been able to do it? We zouden. Now I don't want plain would. I want would have. We would have been able to do it. We hadden het kunnen doen. That's right. We hadden het kunnen doen. So both we had been able to do it and we would have been able to do it become we hadden het kunnen doen. But we were supposed to be able to do it would be zouden? Absolutely. Plain would is also was supposed to. How would you say she had been allowed to do it? Ze had het kunnen doen. I want been allowed. Ze had het mogen doen. Ze had het mogen doen. How would you say she would have been allowed to do it? Ze had het mogen doen. Exactly the same. Ze had het mogen doen. How would you say they would have been allowed to do it? Ze hadden het mogen doen. Ze hadden het mogen doen. How would you say you all have to see it? Jullie moeten het zien. Jullie moeten het zien. How would you say you should see it? Je moet het zien. Je moet het zien. And how would you say you all have to go? Jullie moeten gaan. Jullie moeten gaan. And how would you say you should not go or you must not go? Je moet niet gaan. Je moet niet gaan. So when you say you must go, it's je moet gaan. And when you say you should go, it's je, je moet, moet gaan. gaan. Good. 
So, can you say for me, you have to go? Je moet gaan. Je moet gaan. But if I were to ask for, you do not have to go, if I put not with have to, does that mean you must not go? You do not have to go. It doesn't mean you must not go. No, it doesn't. What does it mean? It means it's not required that you go. Exactly. It's not required that you, you go. Choice. You do not need to go. So it's a completely different meaning when you put it in the negative. So for you don't have to go or you don't need to go, we need a different form. We can't use mutter. So when we mean there is no obligation, there is no pressure, then we're going to use hoover. Hoover need to. Let me give you an example. If you want to say you all don't have to go, that means you all don't need to go. There is no pressure. You would say jullie hoeven niet te gaan. All these bits are important. We need hoeven niet te gaan. We need all of those. Hoeven is spelled H-O-E-V-E-N. And if you want to get some help to remember it, you might say that there is no need to hoeven. So you all do not need to go is jullie hoeven niet te gaan. If you wanted to say, I don't need to go, you would say, Ik hoef niet te gaan. Ik hoef niet te gaan. And that's spelled H-O-E-F, because we wouldn't dream of putting a V at the end of a word in Dutch. Ik hoef niet te gaan. And how would you say, she doesn't need to go? Ze hoeft niet te gaan. Ze hoeft niet te gaan. How would you say, you don't need to go? Je hoeft niet te gaan. Je hoeft niet te gaan. And how would you say, you don't need to go now? Je hoeft niet nu te gaan. Je hoeft nu niet te gaan. That's the one. Nu niet. Like, morgen niet, daar niet. Je hoeft nu niet te gaan. How would you say, we don't need to see it? We hoeven het niet te zien. We hoeven het niet te zien. How would you say, they don't need to stay. Ze hoeven niet te blijven. Ze hoeven niet te blijven. How would you say, he doesn't need to say it? Hij hoeft het niet te zeggen. It's hij, not ik hoef. Hij hoeft het niet te zeggen. That's right. Hij, part of that tegang. Hij hoeft het niet te zeggen. How would you say, she doesn't need to pay me. Ze hoeft me niet te bellen. Belten. No. Oh, belt. There oh, is dear. There is T-A-L in the word from tally. Betalen. Betalen. She doesn't need to pay me. Ze hoeft me niet te betalen. Ze hoeft me niet te betalen. How would you say, I don't need to have it? Ik hoef het niet te hebben. Ik hoef het niet to heaven. By the way, you will hear people say, ik hoef het niet, because this is another example where the heaven can disappear, and they would simply say, ik hoef het niet. I don't need it. I don't need to have it. How would you say, I have to see it? Ik moet het zien. I need to see it. Ik moet het zien. Both of them, ik moet het zien. How would you say, I had to see it? Ik moest het zien. Ik moest het zien. How would you say, I could buy it? 
Con it, kopen. Ik kan het kopen. And how would you say, we could buy it? We konden het kopen. We konden het kopen. How would you say, I was able to buy it because it was not expensive? Ik kan het kopen. Because it was not expensive? Want het was niet duur. Ik kon het kopen, want het was niet duur. How would you say, we could not buy it because it was dear? We konden... I want the stressed we. Wij konden het niet kopen, omdat het duur was. Omdat het duur was. Good. Wij konden het niet kopen, omdat het duur was. When you say, I could, that has two meanings. You could say, I could buy it yesterday, as in, I was able to buy it yesterday. Or you could say, I could buy it tomorrow, as in, I would be able to buy it tomorrow. So, when I say, I could buy it tomorrow, that's clearly not about the past, that's about the future. And that's the form I want to look at now. So, how would you say, I would be able to buy it? Is that the zou? It is. Ik zou het kunnen kopen. Ik zou het kunnen kopen. And how would you say, I would be able to buy it tomorrow? Ik zou het morgen kunnen kopen. Ik zou het morgen kunnen kopen. And how would you say, we could buy it later, we would be able to buy it later? We zouden het later kunnen kopen. We zouden het later kunnen kopen. How would you say, would you be able to buy it? Zou je het kunnen kopen? Zou je het kunnen kopen? So when you think of could, that's clearly not about the past. You should think of would be able. So how would you say, could you buy it? Zou je het kunnen kopen? That's right. Would you be able to buy it is the same as could you buy it? Zou je het kunnen kopen? Is that as a request or just saying, would you be able to buy it? Like in English, could be either. So you could say that as a request? Yes. Could you buy it for me? In fact, the next one is exactly that. It's a request. Could you buy it for me? Zou je het voor me kunnen kopen? Zou je het voor me kunnen kopen? And how would you say, could you do it for her? Zou je het voor haar kunnen doen? Zou je het voor haar kunnen doen? Now, we've had could you before. And at the time, we were saying that could you was kun je. Or, kunt u? You might remember this one. Could you help me? Formal you. How would you say, could you help me? Kunt u me helpen? Kunt u me helpen? And you could say, could you just help me? Which would be... Kunt u me even helpen? Kunt u me even helpen? But now you know that there's another form that's possible as well, which is even more tentative, even more polite if you want, which is, would you be able... To help me. Could you help me? And that one was? Zou je me kunnen, zou je me even kunnen helpen? That's right. Zou je me even kunnen helpen? If you wanted to use the formal you, it would be? Zou u me even kunnen helpen? Zou u me even kunnen helpen? How would you say, we could try it? We zouden het kunnen proberen. We zouden het kunnen 
probeeren. That's right. We would be able to try it. How would you say I had been able to buy it? Ik had het kunnen kopen. Ik had het kunnen kopen. That's right. Now, when you want to say I could have bought it. Could have. So far we've only had would have, which is had. Now we're going to have could have. Could have is would have been able. Because we said could is the same as would be able. So what that means is that you have to think of could have as had or hadn't, like would have, plus couldn't. So if you think about it, k for could. Could have is would have plus k, kunnen. So if you want to say, I could have bought it, that is, ik had het kunnen kopen. So how would you say, she could have bought it? Ze heeft het kunnen kopen. That she has been able to buy it. Could have is had Ze or had hadn't. Ze kunnen kopen. One more time. Ze had het kunnen kopen. That's it. Ze had het kunnen kopen. And how would you say, we could have bought it? We hadden het kunnen kopen. We hadden het kunnen kopen. That's right. How would you say they could have bought it? Ze hadden het kunnen kopen. Ze hadden het kunnen kopen. How would you say I could have asked or I could have asked it? Ik had het kunnen uh, vragen. Ik had het kunnen vragen. How would you say you all could have asked? Jullie hadden het vragen. Could have. Oh ja. Jullie hadden het kunnen vragen. 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 Jullie hadden het kunnen vragen. How would you say you could have said something? Je had iets kunnen zeggen. Je had iets kunnen zeggen. How would you say you should do it? Je zou het doen. No, zou is would. Should. Je moet is, het doen. That's it. Should, ought to, need to, have to, must. They're all moeten. Moeten. That's it. So, one more time. You should do it. Je moet het doen. Je moet het doen. Now, when you want to say you should have said something, we're going to go back to would have, had or hadn't. And this time, we need moeten to keep that meaning of should. So, you should have said something is je had iets moeten zeggen. How would you say to yourself, I should have said something? Ik had iets moeten zeggen. Ik had iets moeten zeggen. And how would you say, he should have said something? Hij had iets moeten zeggen. Hij had iets moeten zeggen. How would you say, you, you all, should have said something? Jullie hadden iets moeten zeggen. Jullie hadden iets moeten zeggen. And how would you say, they should have done something? Ze hadden iets moeten doen. Ze hadden iets moeten doen. That's right. How do you say, we are allowed to say it? We mogen het zeggen. We mogen het zeggen. And now I want, you would have been allowed to say it. So, would have is... 
hatten. Had or hadden. Yeah. Yeah. So here would have been allowed. It's going to be had or hadden together with morgen. That's it. So you would have been allowed to say it would be. Je had het mogen zeggen. Je had het mogen zeggen. And how would you say they would have been allowed to see him? Ze hadden hem mogen zien. Ze hadden hem mogen zien. Back to should have. How would you say I should have bought it? That's using moeten. Absolutely. Ik had het moeten kopen. Ik had het moeten kopen. How would you say I should not have bought it? Ik had het niet moeten moeten kopen. Ik had het niet moeten kopen. And how would you say you shouldn't have done that? Je had dat niet moeten doen. Je had dat niet moeten doen. Back to the plain wood. How would you say I would not want to do it? Ik zou het niet doen. Ik zou het niet doen is I would not do it. I want, I would not want to do it. Ik zou het niet willen doen. Ik zou het niet willen doen. And how would you say, I haven't wanted to do that? I have not wanted to do that. Is that the ik had it? I haven't, not I hadn't, but I haven't. I have is? Ik heb. Yeah. I have wanted would be ik heb gewild. But here... After heb, you dive, we're going to have two verbs. So they need to be in the full form. So I have wanted to do that. Ik heb dat willen doen. Ik heb dat willen doen. And I haven't wanted to do that is. Ik heb dat niet willen doen. Ik heb dat niet willen doen. How would you say it is good? It is good. It is goed. And how would you say it's good that you are coming tomorrow. It is good that you morgen come. It is good that you morgen come. That's it. Je is part of the tea gang. It is good that you morgen comes. When you want to say, I enjoy doing it, you would literally say, I find it fun to do, which would be? Ik vind het leuk te doen. Here you actually need to say, I find it fun for to do. Ik vind het leuk om te doen. Ik vind het leuk om te doen. How would you say, it is great, it is fun to see you? It is leuk om, om jou te zien. That's absolutely right. You can say, it is leuk om jou te zien. Or the unstressed form, it is leuk om je te zien. How would you say, it would be nice to see you. Het zou. Trigger verb. Het zou. Leuk zijn. That's it. Het zou het leuk zou, zijn. Het zou leuk zijn. For to om see you. Om je te zien. That's right. Het zou leuk zijn om je te zien. Put it together one more time for me. Het zou leuk zijn om je te zien. Het zou leuk zijn om je te zien. How would you make a prediction and say, it will be nice to see him? Het zal leuk zijn om hem te zien. Het zal leuk zijn om hem te zien. And it's Z-A-L? Z-A-L. From the verb zullen. Z-U-L-L-E-N. So we've come across zullen and zal 
for suggestions, shall I? Zalik, Zulawa, for promises, I will do it, I shall do it, and for predictions, I expect it'll be so, that's all Zulzan. How do you say I need it again? As in, I have it needy. Ik heb het nodig. Ik heb het nodig. So how would you say, she'll need it tomorrow? That's my prediction, she'll need it tomorrow. Ze zal het morgen nodig hebben. That's it. Ze zal het morgen nodig hebben. Going back to later. Later we've used before as to let. Ik laat hem gaan. I'm letting him go. But when you want to say I'm having something done, I'm having it repaired, you also use the verb later. So how would you say I'm having it repaired? Ik laat het repareren. Ik laat het repareren. So how would you say, I will have it repaired, promise. Ik zal het laten repareren. Ik zal het laten repareren. How would you say, shall I repair it for you? Zal ik het voor je repareren? Zal ik het voor je repareren? How would you say, I could, in the sense of, I was able to. Ik kon. Ik kon. How would you say, I couldn't come yesterday? Ik kon gisteren niet komen. Ik kon gisteren niet komen. How would you say, I phoned you this morning to tell you that I couldn't come? Let's start with, I phoned you this morning, or I have phoned you this morning. But I don't think you'd say that in English. You'd say, I phoned you this morning. The word for morning is the same as the word for tomorrow. tomorrow. Just like in uh, Old English, they used to say good morrow for good morning. So, I phoned you this morning. Ik heb je vanmorgen gebeld. Ik heb je vanmorgen gebeld. To tell you, for to tell you. Om je te zeggen. Om je te zeggen that I couldn't come. That ik kan... Niet komen. Ik kon niet komen is the normal word order, but dat has the om dat effect. It sends all the verbs to the end. Dat ik niet komen kan. Dat ik niet komen kon, or dat ik niet kon komen, which is the order we've had it in so far. Ik heb je vanmorgen gebeld om je te zeggen dat ik niet kon komen. How do you say, I'm working in Amsterdam? Ik werk in Amsterdam. Ik werk in Amsterdam. How would you say, I like working in Amsterdam? Ik werk graag in Amsterdam. Ik werk graag in Amsterdam. So how would you say, I would like to work in Amsterdam? Ik zou graag in Amsterdam werken. That's it. Ik zou graag in Amsterdam werken. Up till now, actually, we've had I would like before, and we've always said ik wil graag. And you could say ik wil graag in Amsterdam werken, but also ik zou graag in Amsterdam werken. How do you say, um, where were you? Let's first do, where was he? Waar uh, was hij? Waar was hij? Where were you? Waar bent je? No, ik was, je was, hij was. It's the same form. And it's really nice that it's all the same. It's not more complicated than that. It is a past form, whereas ik ben is a present form. Je bent, present. Waar 
was, ja. How would you say, where were they? Waar waren ze? Waar waren ze? How would you say, there is a question? There is een vraag. There, the unstressed form, is er or er. Er is een vraag. Er is een vraag. How would you say, there was? Er was een vraag. Er was een vraag. By the way, fairy tales in Dutch start with er was. Er was eens. Once <laughs> upon a time. There were would be? Er waren. Er waren. That's right. How would you say, were there questions? Waren er vragen? Waren er vragen. Were there questions? Were there any questions? How would you say, it is a good question? It is een goede vragen. Vragen or vragen is more than one. Just one question would be een. Een goede vraag. Een goede vraag. It is a good question. It is een goede vraag. Het is een goede vraag. Now, when you want to say, they are good questions, in English you could say they are. But in Dutch, just like you have there is, there are, and the there doesn't change, you say er in Dutch. When you say it is and they are, the it doesn't change. So you actually literally say it are good questions. It is a good question. It are good questions. So that would be? Het zijn goede vragen. Het zijn goede vragen. The word for book was? Book. Book. So how would you say they are beautiful books? Het zijn mooie boeken. Het zijn mooie boeken. How would you say there are beautiful books? Er zijn mooie boeken. That's it. Er zijn mooie boeken. And if you wanted to say what position they are in, maybe they are lying on the table, you could say, instead of er zijn. Er liggen mooie boeken. Er liggen mooie boeken. Or if they were standing, you would say. Er staan mooie boeken. Er staan mooie boeken. So far, we've been diving off the diving board hebben. Some verbs dive into the past from a different diving board. And that's the to be board. Now, if you think of English, normally you would say, where have you gone? But if you think back to what Shakespeare might have written, where art thou gone? From to be, where are you gone? And in Dutch, we do use to be with gone. Now, that's from the verb gaan. And as you know, gaan fits in the geven box. So the form that you dive into would be... Gegaan. Gegaan. But instead of to have, we're going to use to be. So you will need I am, which is... Ik ben. Ik ben. You are... Je bent. Je bent. Formal you... U bent. U bent. En hij, zij, of het. Is. Is. And luckily for all the groups, you use. Zijn. That's it, the full form of the verb. When you want to ask a question, and you would say, are you, that would become. 
Benya. Benya, that's right. The T would be dropped. So I have gone or I went would be. Ik ben gegaan. Ik ben gegaan. Now you'll need to know which verbs use the to be diving board. And it is a limited number. They're always verbs that express change. This is a very good example to go. There is change in position. Verbs like to come and to go. So I may call them verbs of coming and verbs of going. So you will have the to be diving board and then you will dive into the same form that you would expect if you were diving from to have. How would you say I have gone, I went? Ik ben gegaan. Ik ben gegaan. And how would you say I haven't gone, I didn't go? Ik ben niet gegaan. Ik ben niet gegaan. And how would you say he didn't go? He is not gone. Hij is niet gegaan. Hij is niet gegaan. How would you say we went yesterday? We zijn gisteren gegaan. We zijn gisteren gegaan. How would you say did he go to Amsterdam? Is he to Amsterdam gone? Is hij naar Amsterdam gegaan? Is hij naar Amsterdam gegaan? How would you say, where did you go? Or literally, where are you towards gone? The word for towards was? Naartoe. Naartoe. Where did you go? Where did you go towards? Waar bent je naartoe gegaan? Um, is bent wrong? Yes, it is. It goes with je. And it's a question. So you don't want a T. Ah. Waar ben je naartoe gegaan? Waar ben je naartoe gegaan? I was actually very happy with what you said. And you would have certainly been understood. It was a very good construction. But there is that T-gang issue as well, unfortunately. With the je not wanting a T added to its verb when it's asked. How would you say, where did she go? Waar is ze gegaan? Where did she go towards? Waar is ze naartoe gegaan? Waar is ze naartoe gegaan? The word for away was weg. How would you say, I am going away? Ik ga weg. Ik ga weg. And how would you say, I have to go away? Ik moet weg gaan. Ik moet Weggaan. How would you say, I went away? I have gone away. Ik ben weggegaan. Very good. Ik ben weggegaan. The G is like a G sandwich in the middle there. Weg at the front of gegaan. And you use to be. Ik ben. How would you say, we're going out? We gaan out. We gaan out. And how would you say, we went out late? We zijn laat uitgegaan. We zijn laat uitgegaan. To come, komen, when you dive, you're going to... Gekomen. Gekomen. Now, literally, again, we're going to have I am come, which is very old English. 
really, I am calm. Or as I heard in a recent episode of Doctor Who, the end of the world is come. How would you say I have come? Ik ben gekomen. Ik ben gekomen. How would you say what time did you, formal you, come? Hoe laat bent u gekomen? Hoe laat bent u gekomen? How would you say he's arriving tomorrow? To arrive was... It's not aankomen, is it? It is. Ah. It's arriving like that headache. You have to come on. Aankomen. Uh, how would you say he's arriving tomorrow? Hij komt morgen aan. Hij komt morgen aan. How would you say what time did they arrive? Hoe laat zijn ze aangekomen? Aangekomen. That's it. Hoe laat zijn ze aangekomen? Komen needs the to be diving board and therefore aankomen also needs the to be diving board. Aangekomen. How would you say he arrived this morning? Hij is vanmorgen aangekomen. That's it. Hij is vanmorgen aangekomen. How would you say they want to come along? Ze willen meekomen. Ze willen meekomen. How would you say she came along too? Ze is ook meegekomen. Ze is ook meegekomen. The word for to come back is terugkomen. Terugkomen. That's right. Terugkomen. How would you say he's not coming back? Hij komt niet terug. Hij komt niet terug. How would you say does he want to come back? Wilt hij? No. I want is ik wil. And he wants, special trigger verb. Hij wil. Hij wil. But it Same could have form. a T. No, it's je wil or je wilt, where you have the choice. But it is always hij wil. Same form as ik wil. Does he want to come back? Wil hij terugkomen? Wil hij terugkomen? How would you say he has returned? He came back. Hij is teruggekomen. Hij is teruggekomen. And if you want to say not yet, that would be? Nog niet. Nog niet. So how would you say, he hasn't come back yet? Hij is nog niet teruggekomen. Hij is nog niet teruggekomen. How would you say, I hope that he'll return. I hope that he'll come back. Ik hoop dat hij terugkomt. Ik hoop dat hij terugkomt. How would you say, I hope he arrives early? The word for early was the early fruits. Vroeg? Vroeg, yeah. I hope he arrives early would be? Ik hoop dat hij vroeg terugkomt. Oh, aankomt. Yeah, dat hij terugkomt would mean that he'll come back or that he comes back. Ik hoop dat hij vroeg aankomt. We do need the dat. In English you can say I hope he arrives early. In Dutch we say ik hoop dat. And of course this dat has the omdat effect and sends all the verbs and the parts of the verbs to the end of the sentence.
How would you say, I hope he'll leave, I hope he goes away, early? Ik hoop dat hij vroeg weggaat. Good. Ik hoop dat hij vroeg weggaat. The word for to begin is... Beginnen. Beginnen. Now, when you want to dive into beginnen, it's not going to follow the normal pattern. One thing you do know, though, because it starts with B, what's going to happen? There'll be no G. No G. That's right, no G. But it's going to be begonnen. In English, you get begin, begun. In Dutch, you get beginnen, begonnen. B-E-G-O-N-N-E-N. Now, verbs of change, like coming and going, dive from the to be board. And to begin... You can't say that there is a change in position, but there is a change of condition. Something changes. Other examples would be to grow or to die. There's clearly a change in condition. So, I have begun would be... Ik ben begonnen. That's it. Ik ben begonnen. How would you say, I have already begun? Ik ben al begonnen. Ik ben al begonnen. When did you start? Would be. Hoe laat ben je begonnen? That's what time did you start? So that would be fine. If you wanted exactly when, then it would be. Wanneer? That's right. Wanneer ben je begonnen? How would you say we started yesterday? We zijn gisteren begonnen. We zijn gisteren begonnen. How would you say why did you formal you? Why did you start early? Waarom bent u vroeg begonnen? Waarom bent u vroeg begonnen? Now we're going to look at the verb to get, to become. The word for that is worden, spelled W-O-R-D-E-N. So it's spelled like the English word word plus E-N. So maybe to help you remember, you could say that to get a word in. To get is worden. It means to get, and it also means to become. In some contexts, it's better to say get in English. In other contexts, it's better to say become. But it never means have, as in English. It's always getting, becoming, in that meaning. I'll give you some examples. If you wanted to say, I am getting tired, I am becoming tired. The word for tired was... Mu. Mu. I am getting tired would be... Ik word moe. Ik word moe. How would you say, he's getting tired? Hij wordt moe. Hij wordt moe. How would you say, it's getting warmer? Het wordt warmer. Het wordt warmer. How would you say, it's getting better? Het wordt beter. Het wordt beter. How would you say, they never become tired. Ze worden nooit moe. Ze worden nooit moe. How would you predict he'll become tired? But more naturally in English, you would say he will get tired. Hij zal moe zijn. That's he will be tired. He will be tired. Aha. Hij zal moe zijn. He will become tired. Hij zal moe worden. Hij zal moe worden. How would you say 
It would be too late. It would be too late. It zou te laat zijn. It zou te laat zijn. And how would you say, it would get too late, it would become too late? Het zou te laat worden. Het zou te laat worden. How would you say, it would become too late to do it, for to do it? Het zou te laat om het te doen worden. Um, keep the worden with the first part of the sentence. It would become too late. Het zou te laat worden om het te doen, for to do it. How would you say, he's getting so tired? Hij wordt zo moe. Hij wordt zo moe. How would you say, do you know why he gets so tired? Weet je waarom hij zo moe wordt? Good. Waarom has the omdat effect. Weet je waarom hij zo moe wordt? When you want to dive with worden, it neatly fits in the geven box, so you're going to get... Geworden. Geworden. And worden does express a change of condition. Something is changing, something is becoming, something different. So the diving is going to be from... To be. From to be. So how would you say it has become late? It has gotten late. Het is laat geworden. Het is laat geworden. How would you say, it's become warm? Het is warm geworden. Het is warm geworden. How would you say, it has become beautiful? Het is mooi geworden. Het is mooi geworden. How would you say, it became boring? It's so boring that you sigh. Het is saai geworden. Het is saai geworden. How would you say, did it get better? Is het beter geworden? Is het beter geworden? And how would you say, they got much better? Ze zijn veel beter geworden. Ze zijn veel beter geworden. We've been talking about verbs that dive from the to be board. Verbs like coming and going and other verbs that express change. But there are two verbs that don't express change, which also dive from the to be board. And they are zijn and blijven, to be and to stay. You might find that strange, or you could say, well, after all the coming and going, you might as well stay, you may as well be in the same place for a while. So they sort of join in with those other verbs. So to be, if you want to say, I have been, Literally, you're going to say, I am been. And for been, when you dive into the form, you're going to need geweest. Geweest. G-E-W-E-E-S-T. Geweest. If you want to remember it, you could say something like, it's been wasted. Been is geweest. It's been wasted. It's been wasted. So, I have been is Ik ben geweest. Ik ben geweest. And how would you say he's already been? Hij is al geweest. Hij is al geweest. How would you say where have you been? 
Waar ben je geweest? Waar ben je geweest? And how would you say, how long have you been there? Hoe lang ben je daar geweest? Hoe lang ben je daar geweest? Can we do the same one again with formal you? How long have you been there? Hoe lang bent u daar geweest? Hoe lang bent u daar geweest? And where has he been would be? Waar is hij geweest? Waar is hij geweest? How would you say he's been to Haarlem? Hij is naar Haarlem geweest. Hij is naar Haarlem geweest. How would you say he has gone to Haarlem? He went to Haarlem. Gone is? Gaan. Gegaan. Gegaan. And which diving board? Is it a to be? Because it's, it's a, a com- change because you're, you're moving. Absolutely. It's a verb of change. It's a coming and going verb. So, he is naar Haarlem gegaan. Hij is naar Haarlem gegaan. Good. How would you say, we have been in Amsterdam? We zijn in Amsterdam geweest. We zijn in Amsterdam geweest. And never before, never yet is... Nog nooit. Nog nooit. So how would you say, we've never been to Haarlem before? We zijn naar Haarlem nog nooit geweest. You'd have to say, we zijn nog nooit naar Haarlem geweest. Because time comes before place. Ah, yes. Uh, we zijn nog nooit naar Haarlem geweest. We zijn nog nooit naar Haarlem geweest. How would you say, he's been there? Hij is daar geweest. Hij is daar geweest. So when you say, he has been there. You say, hij is daar geweest. So how would you say, he had been there? Hij was daar geweest. Hij was daar geweest. So, when in English you've got the have with these verbs, you're going to get is or zijn. When you have had, it's going to be was. Or for the groups, you're going to get waren. How would you say, we had been there? We waren daar geweest. We waren daar geweest. How would you say, where had he been? Waar was hij geweest? Waar was hij geweest? How would you say, I had not been there? Ik was daar niet geweest. Ik was daar niet geweest. The verb to say was zeggen. And the diving board you need with zeggen is to have. To have. So how would you say I have said it? Ik heb het gezegd. Ik heb het gezegd. How would you say I would say it? Ik zou het zeggen. Ik zou het zeggen. And I had been there would be Ik was daar geweest. Ik was daar geweest. The word for if is... 
als. Als. So putting it together, how would you say? I would say it if I had been there. Ich sage es sagen, als ich was da gewesen. The als sends oh, both the uh, verbs, all the verbs, to the end. Ich sage es sagen, als ich da geweest was. Ich sage es sagen, als ich da geweest was. How would you say I would have said it? Would have is going to be the same form as I had said it. Ich had it gezegd. Ich had it gezegd. So how would you say I would have said it if I had been there? Ich had it gezegd als ik daar geweest was. Good. Ik had het gezegd als ik daar geweest was. How would you say he has arrived? To arrive is aankomen. And the diving board ik, is oh, arrive sounds like a change. Th- there is a change because aankomen is like komen. Aankomen okay. when you dive you get to be? Yeah. You okay. get the to be board and you dive into aangekomt. No. Aangekomen. Aangekomen. Komen is in the geven box and the aan goes nicely at the right. front of gekomen when you dive. He has arrived is Hey Hey is aangekomen. Hij is aangekomen. And how would you say he had arrived? Hij was Aangekomen. Hij was aangekomen. How would you say you would know it? Plain wood. Je zou het weten. Je zou het weten. How would you say you would know it if he had arrived? Je zou het weten als hij was aangekomen. That's right. Je zou het weten als hij was aangekomen. Same as je zou het weten als hij aangekomen was. When you dive with weten, weten fits in the geven box. So the form you dive into will be geweten. Geweten. The diving board is to have. How would you say you would have known it if he had arrived? Je zou het geweten heeft. Zou is a trigger verb. And oh, it's, it's happened. Okay, I know. Um, je zou het geweten hebben if he had arrived als hij aangekomen is if he had arrived als hij aangekomen was that's right je zou het geweten hebben als hij aangekomen was but I think our other student would have preferred the short version so maybe we should hear that one as well je had het geweten that's right Je had het geweten als hij aangekomen was. How would you say, I'm staying at home? Ik blijf thuis. Ik blijf thuis. When you want to dive with blijven, I've already said you're going to need the to be board. You have to say, ik ben gebleven. It's not a, it's e. So blijven, the full verb, Gebleven, when you dive. It's spelled G-E-B-L-E-V-E-N. So we could say that it's um, 
sounds a bit like it would if it was in the geven box, but it's half hanging out. The full form is blijven, and here it's gebleven. So it doesn't fit perfectly into the box. How would you say he has stayed? Hij is gebleven. Hij is gebleven. How would you say how long did you stay in Amsterdam place yesterday? Time. <laughs> Hoe lang ben je gisteren in Amsterdam gebleven? Hoe lang ben je gisteren in Amsterdam gebleven? The word for one, the number one is een. Een. How would you say literally we are staying but one day? The word for but is maar. That's right. We are staying but one day. We blijven maar één dag. We blijven maar één dag. Now, in natural English, you would say, we are only staying one day. Sounds a bit old-fashioned. We are staying but one day. But one, only one. Uh, the word for, for a while, for a moment, just is... Even. Even. So how would you say, we stayed only for a while, but for a while? We zijn maar even gebleven. That's it, we zijn maar even Gebleven. It rhymes, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. We zijn maar even gebleven. Because we didn't have any time? Omdat we geen tijd hebben. We want, we didn't have. We hadn't any time. We don't have time is? We hebben geen tijd. We didn't have time is? Is it hebben gegeven? No, you don't need to dive. I had time would be? Ik had. Ik had. Tijd. That's so, it. Uh, omdat we geen tijd hadden. That's it. Omdat we geen tijd hadden. Let's put it together. We only stayed for a moment because we didn't have time. We zijn maar even leven, gebleven, omdat we geen tijd hadden. We zijn maar even gebleven, omdat we geen tijd hadden. How would you say, I stayed for a long time? Ik ben lang gebleven. Ik ben lang gebleven. So how would you say, I had stayed? Ik had gebleven. It would be that if it was from the to have board. Oh, right, sorry. Um, Ik was gebleven. Ik was gebleven. I had stayed? is ik was gebleven. So where you've got had, it's going to be was. So how would you say I would have stayed? Normally would have is had, but you can't do that here because you haven't got the to have board. So it's ik was gebleven. Exactly the same. Well done. Ik was gebleven. I had stayed. Ik was gebleven. I would have stayed. Ik was gebleven. Again, from the context, it will be clear. People's sentences will continue. I would have stayed if... Blah, blah, blah. It will be very obvious which one people mean. Could you ever use zou in that one? Yeah, you I could. Would have the stayed. long form. So, ik zou gebleven zijn. That's it. Absolutely. Ik zou gebleven zijn. Well done. 
So, so far I've been saying to you, when you hear would've, think hot, think hudden. And now I'm going to say, when you hear would've, think about your diving board. It's going to be hot or hudden. If it's a verb that needs the, to have diving board, it's going to be was or waren. waren, if it's from the to be diving board. So how would you say we would have stayed? We waren gebleven. We waren gebleven. How would you say would you have stayed? Was je gebleven? Was je gebleven. Let's put the stress on you. Would you have stayed? Was jij gebleven? Was jij gebleven? How would you say, we wouldn't have stayed there? We waren niet daar gebleven. Word order? That would have been, we wouldn't have stayed there. Right? Absolutely. We waren daar niet gebleven. We waren daar niet gebleven. How would you say, we had already started? We had already begun. Think of the diving board for beginning. We waren al begonnen. That's the one. Begonnen. Very good. And how would you then say, we would have already started? We waren al begonnen. We waren al begonnen. Exactly the same. We had started. We would have started. We waren begonnen. To try is... Proberen. Proberen. And he tries it is... He probeert. No, he, part of that gang. He probeert het. He probeert het. And proberen follows the normal pattern when you dive. So how would you say, I tried it? Ik heb het geprobeerd. Ik heb het geprobeerd. I have tried it. I tried it. Ik heb het geprobeerd. This is also one of those verbs where you need the it. In English, you can say, I have tried. In Dutch, you do need it. Ik heb het geprobeerd. Or, ik heb geprobeerd om het te doen. How would you say, I would have tried it? Ik had het geprobeerd. That's right. Proberen is from the to have diving board. So, would have is had. Ik had het geprobeerd. How would you say, It would have been. Been is... Zijn. To be is zijn. And if you dive, you're going to get... Geweest. Geweest. Good. And you know which diving board to use with that one. It would have been. It is geweest. That is, it has been. I want would have. Where normally mm -hmm. you would say had or hadden. You're quite right, you need the to be diving board. It Het becomes, was geweest. Het was geweest. So how would you say it would have been good? Het was goed geweest. Het was goed geweest. So how would you say it would have been good if he had tried? If he had tried it. Het was goed geweest als hij het geprobeerd had. That's it. Het was goed geweest. Als hij het geprobeerd had. The word for easy was... Makkelijk. Makkelijk. That's Sorry, right. I'm very fond of it. So, easy is makkelijk. So, how would you say, it's not easy to do it like that? Het is niet makkelijk om het zo 
doen. Te doen. Te doen. Om het zo te doen. Ja, we niet om te. Het is niet makkelijk om het zo te doen. How would you say, we tried, but it was not easy to do it. We hebben het geprobeerd, maar het was niet mogelijk. Mogelijk, that's possible. Maar het was niet makkelijk om het te doen. That's it, te doen. Te doen. Ja, we hebben het geprobeerd, maar het was niet makkelijk om het te doen. How would you say, it had been possible? Het was mogelijk geweest. Het was mogelijk geweest. And how would you say, it would have been possible? Het was mogelijk geweest. Absolutely. Het was mogelijk geweest. How would you say, it would have been possible to do it, if we had started earlier? Het was mogelijk geweest. Om het te doen als we... Um, we had started earlier. Let's start with that. We had started earlier. To start, beginnen. Mm. And that's going to dive into... Begonnen. Yes, begonnen. And what diving board do you need with that? Ik heb... No, it's a change of condition when you begin. So the other one there. That's right. To be. So, we had started earlier would be? We waren vroeger begonnen. We waren vroeger begonnen. Let's put it together. It would have been possible to do it if we had started earlier. Het was mogelijk geweest om het te doen als we waren vroeger begonnen. Als. Has the omdat effect. Right, start again. Het was mogelijk Geweest om het te doen als we vroeger begonnen waren. That's it. Het was mogelijk geweest om het te doen als we vroeger begonnen waren. Now, let's go back to, to stay. How would you say, I want to stay? Ik wil blijven. Ik wil blijven. And how do you say, I stayed or I have stayed? Ik ben gebleven. No, right. not regular. Ik ben gebleven. That's right. Ik ben gebleven. And there's that pattern with the change in vowel. Blijven, gebleven. You get that in English as well with the irregular verbs. You've got sing, sung, sting, stung, sink, sunk. And luckily we've got patterns like that in Dutch as well. So you will be able to work out some of the irregular ones because they follow patterns. So, let's try that. If you wanted to say, I want to look, that would be? Ik wil zien. That's I want to see. Think of what you like looking at. Um, I like looking at cake. So, oh, ik wil kijken. Ik wil kijken. Now, ik wil blijven, goes to gebleven. Ik wil kijken, goes to gekeken. Gekeken. Again, that A. G-E-K-E-K-E-N. It goes from the have board. So, I have looked or I looked would be? Ik heb gekeken. Ik heb gekeken. So, we can say that blijven and kijken are hanging out of the geven box. 
They sound a little bit like they fit because they're N and E N, but the vowel does change. How would you say he looked? He heeft gekeken. He heeft gekeken. How would you say I want to understand? Ik wil het begrijpen. Ik wil het begrijpen. That's right. To try to say to understand, they need the it. Ik wil het begrijpen. So you've got kijken, which goes to gekeken, and begrijpen is going to go to begrepen. The I sound from begrijpen is going to go to begrepen. That's it. But with a g at the front as well. No, begrepen. More like begonnen. Absolutely. Because beginnen starts with B-E. Begrijpen starts with B-E, which is one of these unstressed prefixes that you cannot put G in front of. We would think it was too much. Begrepen. Nah. Begrepen. So, I have understood is ik heb het begrepen. How would you say they have understood? Ze hebben het begrepen. Ze hebben het begrepen. Now there's another pattern where the vowel changes. The first one you know, I want to start is Ik wil beginnen. Ik wil beginnen. And I have started is Ik ben begonnen. That's right. It's the to be diving board. It's a verb of change. So beginnen goes to begonnen. How do you say I want to drink? Ik wil drinken. Ik wil drinken. So in beginnen, the i goes to a, and in drinken, the e also goes to a when you're diving. So drinken goes to gedronken when you want to dive into the past. I have drunk something. It's the to have diving board. Ik heb iets gedronken. Ik heb iets gedronken. It's another one that's half hanging out of the geven box. You would expect gedrinken if it was in the geven box, but it's gedronken. So it's halfway there. The word for coffee was coffee. De koffie. K-O-F-F-I-E. How would you say, we haven't drunk any coffee? We hebben geen koffie gedronken. We hebben geen koffie gedronken. So, beginnen goes to begonnen, drinken goes to gedronken, and vinden is going to go to... Gewonden. Gevonden, absolutely. Half in that geven box again. It's not gevinden, it's gevonden. The vowel changes. So, how would you say, I have found it? Ik heb het gevonden. Ik heb het gevonden. And how would you say, we found it yesterday? We hebben het gisteren gevonden. We hebben het gisteren gevonden. So the word for a short while, a minute, a moment would be? Even. Even. How would you say, wait a minute? Wacht even. Yeah, that's it. Wacht even. And how would you say, go away? Ga weg. That's it. Ga weg. Now, if you wanted to be a little bit softer in that command, you would say, I'll just go away. Go away for a moment. 
Ga even weg. Ga even weg. Go away, will you? Just go away for a bit. How would you say, I'm going to sit down? To sit or to sit down? Ik ga zitten. Ik ga zitten. So how would you say, I'm going to sit down for a moment. Ik ga even zitten. Ik ga even zitten. Now when in Dutch you want to say to somebody, sit down, then you actually say, go to sit, which would be? Ga zitten. Ga zitten. But usually you'll want to say that in a much softer way. And you'd want to say, sit down for a moment. And that would be? Ga even zitten. Ga even zitten. So these are nice ways to tell people what to do. How would you say, you are going to sit down? I want the formal you. U gaat zitten. U gaat zitten. How would you ask the question, are you going to sit down? Formal you. Gaat u zitten. Gaat u zitten? Let's do it again with question intonation. Gaat u zitten? Are you going to sit down? Gaat u zitten? The reason I did that is because when you say gaat u zitten without the question intonation, that is actually a polite invitation. So the same as the question, are you going to sit down? Gaat u zitten? But without the question intonation. Gaat u zitten? It's an invitation to sit down. So if you were going to a job interview, you would hear gaat u zitten. If you wanted to say to somebody in a polite, formal way, lie down, you would say... Gaat u liggen? Gaat u liggen. This is more likely in a doctor's surgery and not at a job interview. How would you say, in a polite way, come inside, come in? Komt u binnen. One more time for the u. Komt u binnen. Komt u binnen. That's it. Komt u binnen. It's a nice, polite way to invite somebody into your house. Now, when you say in Dutch, I want you to do it, you literally have to say, I want that you do it. I want that you do it. So how would you say, I want you to do it? Ik wil dat je doet het. Dat has the omdat effect. Ik wil dat je het doet. Ik wil dat je het doet. How would you say, I want you to go out? Ik wil dat je uitgaat. Uit. Uitgaat. Ik wil dat je uitgaat. How would you say, I want you to phone me? Ik wil dat je me belt. Ik wil dat je me belt. Good. How would you say, do you want me to do this? But you've got to say here, do you want that I do this? Wil je dat ik dit doe? That's it. Wil je dat ik dit doe? How would you say, I'd like you to go. I would like that you go. Ik wil graag dat je gaat. Ik wil graag dat je gaat. How would you say, I would like him to speak Dutch? Ik wil graag dat hij het Nederlands spreekt. That's it. Now it's not the Dutch. You get that when you say in Dutch. That's in het, het Nederlands. Nederlands. But to speak Dutch is Nederlands spreken, not het Nederlands. So, ik wil graag dat hij Nederlands 
spreekt. Ik wil graag dat hij Nederlands spreekt. Good. How would you say, we want you to stay? We willen graag dat je blijft. You made it slightly nicer than what I asked for. You said, we would like you to stay. We want you to stay is... We willen dat je blijft. We willen dat je blijft. How would you say, I live here? Ik woon hier. Ik woon hier. Now that's to live as in the place where you live. But if you want to live as in to be alive, that would be leven. L-E-V-E-N. Leven. How would you say, he's alive? Hij leeft. Hij is part of the team. Hij leeft. Hij leeft. And how would you say, he's still alive? Hij leeft nog. Hij leeft nog. That's right. Now, leven follows the rule when you dive. It follows the basic pattern. We're going to dive. He lived very long. Hij heeft lang leeft. Geleefd. Geleefd. That's it, you Put G-E, G, before the sound of the form, with hij, geleefd. Very long is? Heel lang. Heel lang. Heel lang. Yeah, there's no uh at the end of lang, because it's not in front of the word that it describes. One more time, he lived very long. Hij heeft heel lang geleefd. Hij heeft heel lang geleefd. And the full form of the verb... To live, the infinitive, leven, can be used as a noun. And you can do that with quite a few verbs. And when you do that, all of these forms will be het words. So if you want to talk about life, you talk about het leven. In Dutch we do say the life. So if you wanted to say life is so beautiful, you would literally say the life is so beautiful. So what would you say? Het leven is zo mooi. Het leven is zo mooi. How would you say life has never yet, never before, been so beautiful? Het leven heeft... Uh, I'm looking for... Been. Yeah, so that's been. a to be diving board. Absolutely. Het leven is nog... Life has never before, never yet, been so beautiful. Is that never maar before? Nog? No, never before is like still never. Nog nooit? Nog nooit. Het leven is nog nooit zo mooi geweest. Het leven is nog nooit zo mooi geweest. To eat was... Eten. Eten. And when you're going to talk about... The food, you're going to need that form from eten. So it's going to be het eten. eten. That's right. How would you say, the food is not so good there? Het eten is niet zo goed daar. Het eten is niet zo goed daar. How would you say, the food could have been better? Could have been is would have plus kunnen. So, had or hadden plus kunnen. So, 
could have is had kunnen or hadden kunnen. So how would you say the food could have been better? Het eten had beter kunnen zijn. Very good. Het eten had beter kunnen zijn. Let's go to should have. Should have is had or hadden plus moeten. Moeten. So it's had plus moeten. How would you say the food should have been warmer? Het eten had warmer moeten. To be. It's like oh. saying the food had warmer to have to to be. Het eten had warmer moeten zijn. Het eten had warmer moeten zijn. Good. Now, although you have the form been with could have been and should have been, you don't have to worry about the diving boards here. It's still had kunnen or had moeten. So you won't dive from been because you're diving into a trigger verb. How would you say the food could have been warmer? Het eten had warmer kunnen zijn. Het eten had warmer kunnen zijn. And how would you say the food should have been better? Het eten had beter moeten zijn. That's it. Het eten had beter moeten zijn. To wait was... Wachten. And the waiting would be... Het wachten. Het wachten. How would you say waiting... Can be boring. Het wachten kan zijn. zijn. You don't need an uh at the end of sigh because it's not in front of the word it describes. Het wachten kan zij zijn. Sigh. Kan zij zijn. Het wachten kan zij zijn. Those were all words that take het. You may know some other words which have got het. Het huis. Het huis, there's also het boek, het glas. And there was a whole group of words which always took het. And they're the words that end in je, je. So it's het katje, het boekje. The word for the day is het dag. No, it's actually de dag. But if you talk about a nice little day, that would be Het dagje. Het dagje. Het huis is a het word. And also a little house would be... Het huisje. Het huisje. When you say it naturally, it will sound more like het huisje. We've had other groups of words that take de, like all the plurals, when there's more than one. So het boek, but... De boeken. De boeken. The houses was... The house. That one goes to Z, the huizen. And de kat, het katje, de katten. And there the plural of a little cat of kittens would be the katjes. Actually, it gets an S there. Other words that have de were words ending in atzi, like. Um, operatie. Operatie or. Um, combinatie. Combinatie. Uh, reputatie, situatie, inspiratie, inspiratie, organisatie. 
The combination was good would be De combinatie was goed. De combinatie was goed. Now, when you want to say it was good, normally that's het was goed. But when you know that the it refers back to a de word, you actually have to say he was good. Hij was goed. So when in that we say hij was goed, we're not necessarily referring to a person. It could be de organisatie was goed. Hij was goed. How would you say it must be good? And it here means de combinatie. Hij moet goed zijn. Hij moet goed zijn. The word for bad was slecht. Slecht. And the word for to become, to get, to get a word in? Worden. Worden. How would you say the situation is becoming bad? De situatie wordt slecht. Wordt slecht. De situatie wordt slecht. And if you wanted to say it, referring back to the situation, it is becoming bad? Hij wordt slecht. Hij wordt slecht. The situation has become bad would be? De situatie is slecht geworden. That's it. De situatie is slecht geworden. When you want to say something belongs to you, you would say it is mine. It is of me. And that would be? Van me. I have to stress it there every time and say van. Mij. Van mij. How would you say, is the cat yours? Is the cat of you? Is de kat van jou? Is de kat van jou? How would you say it is mine and it refers back to de kat? Hij is van mij. Hij is van mij. Now here, even when your cat is female, you can get away. In fact, it'd be considered quite normal to say hij is van mij. And how would you say, but I don't want it? Now here, it refers back to the cat. So you've got to say, but I don't want him. He is of me, he is mine, but I don't want him. It is mine, but I don't want it, would be? Hij is van mij, maar ik wil hem niet. Hij is van mij, maar ik wil hem niet. How would you say, is the kitten yours? Is het katje van jou? Is het katje van... One more time, is het katje... Is het katje van jou? Is het katje van jou? Now here it is, het katje. So you could simply say, it is mine, but I don't want it. Het is van mij, maar ik wil het niet. Het is van mij, maar ik wil het niet. How do you say, it is good? Het is goed. Het is goed. And the word for the way, the road, is... A de word. De weg. De weg. How would you say it is the right road? It is the good road. Het is de goede weg. Het is de goede weg. And I asked you to say that because I wanted to show that even though it's de weg, when het is is at the beginning of the sentence, you will say het is. But once I've been talking about de weg, I could say hij is daar, it is over there.
So, het is de goede weg. We have to find it, where it means de weg. Literally, we have to find him. We moeten hem vinden. We moeten hem vinden. Again, how would you say, I bought it, I've bought it? Ik heb het gekocht. Ik heb het gekocht. How would you say, it is the kitten that I bought? Het is het katje dat ik gekocht heb. Very good. Het is het katje dat ik gekocht heb. Yes, we've had that in different ways before. And that, we've said, is that. That has the on that effect. It sends all the verbs to the end. Het is het katje dat ik gekocht heb. We were talking here about het katje. When I want to talk about de kat, a de word, then I can't say that that is that. I have to say that that is die, D-I-E. So, it is the cat that I bought would be, het is de kat, die, de, die. Het is de kat die ik gekocht heb. How would you say, it is the cat that I saw? Het is de kat die ik gezien heb. That's it. Het is de kat die ik gezien heb. But if we do it with the kitten, it is the kitten that I saw would be. Het is het katje dat ik gezien heb. Het is het katje dat ik gezien heb. The word for the car is de, it's a de word, de auto, de auto. How would you say, when did you buy it? Now the it is the car. So it's going to be like, when did you buy him? Him, that's it. Wanneer heb je hem gekocht? That's it. Wanneer heb je hem gekocht? How would you say, it is the car that I bought? It is the auto die ik gekocht heb. Het is de auto die ik gekocht heb. So for de auto, you need die. And it's also the case if you want to say, that car is mine. You would say, that auto. You would say it for that kitten, that katje. But when it's de auto, just like you say, het is de auto die ik gekocht heb. It's the car that I bought. When you say that car, that one over there, that car, you also have to say die. Die auto is van mij. How would you say that cat is mine? Die cat is van mij. Die cat is van mij. How would you say is that cat yours? Meaning of you all? Is die cat van jullie? Is die cat van jullie? Or how would you say is that cat yours? Just one person? Is die cat van jou? Is die kat van jou? That's it. When you want to say, I have had it, I have had it, that's another one which is irregular. When you dive into the past, you say, ge, G-E, had. So you just use that had and you put ge 
in front of it. Gehad. Ik heb het gehad. How would you say, I have not had it? Ik heb het niet gehad. Ik heb het niet gehad. And how would you say, why didn't you have it? Waarom heb je het niet gehad? Waarom heb je het niet gehad? How would you say, I have always had good friends? Ik heb altijd goede vrienden gehad. Good. Ik heb altijd goede vrienden gehad. The word for the chance was... De kans. De kans. Yeah, it is a de word. How would you say, I have never had the chance? Ik heb de kans nooit gehad. Ik heb de kans nooit gehad. Or, ik heb nooit de kans gehad. How would you say, the chance, de kans, the chance that we have now is better? De kans die we nu hebben is beter. That's it. De kans die we nu hebben is beter. And how would you say, putting beter in front of the word it describes, we have a better chance? We hebben een beter kans. Here, we are putting beter in front of the noun that it describes. Een betere? Betere, yes. We hebben een betere. That's it. We hebben een betere kans. So, we hebben een goede kans. We hebben een betere kans. Or, we hebben de beste kans gehad. How would you say, we would have wanted to have the chance? We hadden de kans willen hebben. We hadden de kans willen hebben. And how would you say, we should have had the chance? We hadden de kans moeten hebben. We hadden de kans moeten hebben. And how would you say, we could have had the chance? We hadden de kans kunnen hebben. Kunnen hebben. We hadden de kans kunnen hebben. Good. And how would you say, we would have been allowed to have the chance? We hadden de kans mogen hebben. Mogen hebben. We hadden de kans mogen hebben. Very good. How would you say, I want that chance? Ik wil het kans. Het kans. No, that is going to be dat or die. This is de kans. Ik wil die kans. That's it. Grr, back the net. <laughs> <laughs> Ik wil die kans. Another group of words that take de, that are de words, are words ending in I-N-G. I'll give you an example. The word for accommodation, the place where you live, your residence. It shouldn't surprise you, it's from the verb to live, to Live in a place, which is? Wonen. Wonen. So it's de woning. De woning. Spelled W-O-N-I-N-G. De woning. How would you say the accommodation that we have now is new? The word for new was? New. That's it. De woning die 
venu hebben is nieuw. De woning die we nu hebben is nieuw. And how would you say it? Referring back to the woning. It is new. Die is new. That's There's another a- one there. It is actually possible to say die is new if you refer back to something. So that's actually not bad Dutch at all. Die is new. That one is, that one is, and die is But new. you're looking for. Die niet. Hey is new. Absolutely. It is new. Hey is new. And referring to the warning, I like it or I find it nice would be. Ik vind hey leuk. In English you wouldn't say I like he, but you would say I like hem. Him Ik vind hem leuk. Ik vind hem leuk. So the warning die we nu hebben is nieuw. Hij is nieuw. Ik vind hem leuk. How would you say it is a beautiful residence? Het is een mooie. Um, It's a place where you live, ending in ing. Woning. Het is een mooie woning. And how would you say This is the new house. Dit is the nieuwe huis. No, it's actually het huis. Dit is het nieuwe huis. Dit is het nieuwe huis. By the way, if you're going to say een nieuw huis, you might have heard that I didn't say een nieuwe huis. There are a few places where you don't have to add an a uh to the adjective before a noun. So where you would say new house rather than newer house. But it doesn't happen that often. And if you get it wrong, it doesn't matter. Not only will people understand you, it also doesn't sound too bad. Whereas if you forget to add an a uh where you should put one, that would sound bad. So that's why we've done a lot of practice on adding an uh. What was I remember? Ik weet nog. Ik weet nog. That's right. I remember. I know still. I remember. Ik weet nog. There is more than one way to express to remember. The one that we did was to use to know and to say to know still. Ik weet nog. Now, When you want to say, I remember, you have to say, I remember it. That's going to be, Ik weet het nog. Ik weet het nog. But if you're going to continue and say what it is that you remember, you don't need that it. The word for when is, Wanneer. Wanneer. Now, when when means whenever, or when, when are you going to do that? When it's a question word, it is wanneer, like you said. But when you want to say, oh, I remember when... So when when refers to a specific one-off event or period in the past, we're going to use a different word. So we're not going to say wanneer, we're going to say toen. I remember when I was young. Ik weet nog toen ik jong was. And you can hear there that toen has the on that effect. Toen is spelled T-O-E-N. How would you say... I remember when I had friends. Ik weet nog toen 
ik vrienden had. Ik weet nog toen ik vrienden had. How would you say, I remember when it was better? Ik weet nog toen het beter was. Yes, ik weet nog toen het beter was. And how would you say, I remember when he was able to do everything? Ik weet nog toen hij alles kunnen doet. No, uh, he was able is... Hey, con. Hey, con. I'm making it more complicated than it needs to be. Mm. Okay. Ik weet nog toen hij alles kon. Ik weet nog toen hij alles kon. Or, ik weet nog toen hij alles kon doen. This is one of the examples where doen can be dropped. How would you say, I want to do everything? Ik wil alles doen. Ik wil alles doen. And I wanted... With one word, that would be? Ik wilde alles doen. Ik wilde alles doen. And they wanted to do everything? Ze wilden alles doen. Ze wilden alles doen. Now the ending there, the D-E or the D-E-N, we get a lot when we are wading into the past. When we are using one word to go into the past with. And to help you remember, perhaps you could think of wade the D-E in the word wade. Sometimes you can have T-E or T-E-N endings as well, but it's normally quite obvious where that is the case. I will explain how to choose between diving and wading in a minute, but let's practice this D-E or D-E-N ending. How would you say we couldn't do it? We couldn't it. We konden het niet doen. We konden het niet doen. Or, we konden het niet. How would you say in the present, we live in Amsterdam? We wonen in Amsterdam. We wonen in Amsterdam. It's ik woon. How would you say with one word, wading into the past, we lived in Amsterdam? We woonden in Amsterdam. We woonden in Amsterdam. How would you say, I often phoned him, wading into the past? Ik belde hem vaak. Ik belde hem vaak. How would you say, I often phoned him when he lived in Amsterdam? Ik belde hem vaak. Wanneer? No, the word for when, when it's not a question word, or whenever, is... Toen. Okay, I wasn't sure if you only used that in connection with I remember when. No, it's whenever it means in the period when, during the period when, or just the period. Okay. Or, yeah, or a specific one-off event. When the when refers to that, always it's going to be toen. Ik belde hem vaak toen hij in Amsterdam woonde. That's right, toen has the omdat effect. Ik belde hem vaak toen hij in Amsterdam woonde. How would you say, she tried it often? And is this waiting? Yeah, we're still waiting. We're going to wait for a little bit longer. I try would be... Ik probeer het. Ik probeer het. Het, yeah. 
How would you say, I tried it often? Ik probeerde het vaak. That's it. Ik probeerde het vaak. When you want to say, I am waiting, that's... Ik wacht. Ik wacht. And that form that you use with ik, wacht, if you wanted to wade with that and add the e to it, that would be impossible. So instead, you're going to say, I waited, ik wachtte. Ik wachtte. And that's where it's more natural to add the te or the ten ending. How would you say, we waited? Verwachten. Verwachten. Now, this wading into the past is about description. So you're actually going to use this a lot when you are telling a story. If you're talking about something that you used to do or something that you did often, that's when you're going to wade. I still want to mention that the diving is the most popular form. So if in doubt, dive. Now, we already know some of the irregular forms. So they don't all do this D-E-D-E-N-T-E. T-E-N, we had I could, I was able, which is Ik kon. Ik kon. Uh, we had we could, which is We konden. We konden. We had I had to, which is Ik moest. Ik moest. And I was allowed to was Ik kon. That's oh, no, no, I no, could. no. It's, it's uh, Ik mocht. <laughs> ik mocht. Uh, ik mocht. M-O-C-H-T. So, I was allowed to do everything would be? Ik mocht alles doen. Ik mocht alles doen. What was to become? To get a word in? Worden. Worden. And worden, when you wade with that word, you also have to use an irregular form. And we have another vowel shift. It's werd. So, instead of ik word, you get Ik werd. I became. Werd. W-E-R-D. We became tired would be? We werden moe. Werden. There's a D in the middle of the word. We werden moe. We werden moe. It was getting late or it got late would be? Ik werd laat. It was getting late. Het werd laat. Het werd laat. How would you say, do you know why he got so tired? Weet je waarom hij zo moe werd? That's it. Weet je waarom hij zo moe werd? How would you say, do you remember that it was getting very late? Weet je nog dat het heel laat werd? That's it. Weet je nog dat het heel laat werd? How do you say, do you remember that it was very late? Weet je nog dat het te laat was? That's, do you remember that it was too late? Ah, weet je nog dat het, dat het heel laat was? Weet je nog dat het heel laat was? Now, when you want to say, we learned a lot, you have a choice. You, you're going to go into the past, but are you going to dive? Or are you going to wade? If in doubt, you... Dive. You dive. And if you wanted to say then, we learned a lot, you would get... We hebben 
veel geleerd. We hebben veel geleerd. If we want to talk about something, oh, we used to do this. This is a description of what was going on at the time. You could use the waiting form. And leren follows the normal pattern. So then what would you say for we learnt a lot? We leerden veel. We leerden veel. Good. How would you say, I waited for you yesterday? Ik heb gisteren voor je gewacht. Got to take you back to something when you wait for somebody. Oh, you're right. In Dutch you say, you wait on somebody. Op. Ik heb op je gisteren gewacht. We need to keep the waiting and the for you as close oh, right together as possible. Oh, okay. Yes. Ik heb gisteren op je gewacht. Ik heb gisteren op je gewacht. But if I want to tell you it like a description of what I was doing yesterday, the way I was spending my time, and I wanted to say I waited and waited. Ik wachtte en wachtte. Ik wachtte en wachtte. We do like to use the diving form a lot in Dutch. So if you're not sure, dive. But if you know that you're telling a story and you want to describe something, that would be the right time to wade. And these forms like kon, moest, mocht, werd, wilde, had, was, they are used very often. So those you will come across a lot as well. How would you say, are you able to wash the car? Can you wash the car? Can you the auto wassen? Can you the auto wassen? How would you say, were you able to wash the car? Can you the auto wassen? Can you the auto wassen? And how would you say, I have washed the car? Ik heb de auto gewast. No, wassen fits in the geven box. Ah, ik heb de auto gewassen. Ik heb de auto gewassen. How would you say, I have washed it, de auto? Ik heb die gewassen. Mm, I'm looking for, instead of I have washed it, in English you would hear I have washed. Ik heb hem gewassen. Ik heb hem gewassen. I have washed him. How would you say it, again, referring to de auto, it is washed. Hij is gewassen. Hij is gewassen. Now, that also means it has been washed. Both is and has been translate to is in Dutch. We are focusing on the job that's done, the finished action, the result. If it has been washed, then it is washed. That's how we look at it. How would you say it has already been repaired? Now, that's the same as it is already repaired. Referring to what, a car? Good question. Yeah, let's Thank keep you. with the car. Hij is al gerepareerd. Hij is al gerepareerd. How would you say it was washed? Hij was gewassen. Hij was gewassen. Now that's also it had been washed. So both was and had been are going to translate as was. It was washed. It had been washed. Hij was gewassen. How would you say it had already been repaired? 
is going to be the same as it was already repaired. Hij was al gerepareerd. Hij was al gerepareerd. How would you say it will, stress on the will, it will already be washed? Hij zal al gewassen zijn. That's it. Hij zal al gewassen zijn. By the way, will have been washed is also the same again. It will be washed. It will have been washed. We focus on the result. Now, we don't add geweest because you would then get hij zal al gewassen geweest zijn. We think that's too much. It's too much. We just drop it. So we just say hij zal al gewassen zijn. So the been doesn't actually get translated. Hij zal al gewassen zijn. How would you say it will already have been repaired? And are we still on the auto? Yeah, let's stick with the auto until I change it. Hij zal al gerepareerd zijn. Hij zal al gerepareerd zijn. How would you say it would already be washed? It would. Het zou. Het zou. Or if it's the car. Hij zou. Al gewassen zijn. Hij zou al gewassen zijn. We're using the wood here, so that could also mean it was supposed to be washed already. And it would already be washed, again, is the same as it would have been washed. It would already have been washed. How would you say it would already have been repaired, which is the same as it would already be repaired? Hij zou. Al gerepareerd zijn. Hij zou al gerepareerd zijn. How do you say it is getting late? Het wordt laat. Het wordt laat. How would you say it was getting late? Het was laat. We need to wade into the past here because it's a description. It is getting late. Het wordt laat. It was getting late. Wading into the past, one word, vowel change, irregular form. Is it werd? Werd, yeah. So it was getting late would be? Het werd laat. Het werd laat. But werd, not werte? Not werte, no, we just have an irregular form there where all that changes is the vowel, so werd. If you wanted to dive and say it has become late, you would get? Het is laat geworden. Het is laat geworden. Good. How would you say, it is becoming too much for me? Het wordt te veel voor me. For me? For me. Het wordt te veel voor mij. How would you say, it was getting too much for us? Het werd te veel voor ons. Het werd te veel voor ons. When you want to say it is getting washed tonight, as in it is being washed tonight, it will be in the process of being washed. It is being washed tonight. Then we need to use worden in Dutch. So it is being washed, meaning it is getting washed tonight, is het wordt or hij wordt vanavond gewassen. It is getting washed. Het wordt gewassen. How would you say they are being washed? 
Ze worden gewassen. Ze worden gewassen. De uh, woord van dan in Dutch is... Gedaan. Gedaan. How would you say it? We're going back to het for it. How would you say it is being done? You have to think of being as it is getting. It is becoming done. Het wordt gedaan. Het wordt gedaan. And how would you say it is done? Het is gedaan. Het is gedaan. How would you say it was getting washed? Het wordt gewassen. That's it is getting washed. It was getting washed. Het werd gewassen. Het werd gewassen. We're wading into the past here. How would you say it was washed? Het was gewassen. Het was gewassen. How would you say it will be washed? It will get washed. Het zal gewassen worden. Het zal gewassen worden. How would you say it would get washed? Het zou gewassen worden. Het zou gewassen worden. That's the same as it was supposed to be washed. It was supposed to get washed. How would you say it should be washed? It should get washed. Het moet gewassen worden. Het moet gewassen worden. And how would you say it couldn't get washed? Het kan niet gewassen worden. That's it can't get washed. I want the past. It Het couldn't. kon niet gewassen worden. Het kon niet gewassen worden. How would you say it will get washed? Het zal gewassen worden. Het, het zal gewassen worden. How would you say it will be washed? Het zal gewassen zijn. Het zal gewassen zijn. If be means get, like it will get washed, then it's het zal gewassen worden. If it's just be, it will be washed, then it is het zal gewassen zijn. How would you say, can you repair it? Can you it repareert? Kunnen is a trigger verb. Ah, kan je het repareren? Kan je het repareren? Now, we're going to say that, uh, yes, he's repairing it and some other things, but we're actually going to look at how many different forms we actually have for the verbs, how many different tenses you're actually able to use. And I think you'll be amazed at the number of verb structures you can form. So let's put them together and see how many we can get to. If you want to say, he repairs it, or he is repairing it, or he has been repairing it for a long time, or he'll repair it, or he'll be repairing it, all of those you can just use the present tense for, and that's, he repairs it. He repareert it. He repareert it. So we've got five in English already for just the one in Dutch. He repareert it. How would you say he repaired it? And here, this is maybe something he did repeatedly. There is a description. You're going to wade into the past and use the DE from wade. How would you say he repaired it? He repaired it. He repaired it. So that's six. How would you say he repaired it? And here we're going to dive. 
Hij heeft het gerepareerd. Hij heeft het gerepareerd. Hij heeft het gerepareerd. Dat seven. He had repaired it would be. Hij had het gerepareerd. Hij had het gerepareerd. How would you say he will repair it? Hij zal het gerepareerd. No. Hij zal het repareren. That's right. Trigger verb. Full form at the end of the sentence. That's nine. Hij zal het repareren. How would you say he will have repaired it? Hij zal het gerepareerd hebben. Hij zal het gerepareerd hebben. That's ten. Now I'm not actually sure that you've done that before, but you did work it out. How would you say he is going to repair it? Hij gaat het repareren. Hij gaat het repareren. And how would you say he would repair it or he was supposed to repair it? Hij zou het repareren. Right, so that's two more. Hij zou het repareren. So that's 13 now. How would you say he would have repaired it? Hij zou het gerepareerd worden. No, he would have repaired it. Hij zou het gerepareerd hebben. Hij zou het gerepareerd hebben. Of de short form would have is. Hij had het gerepareerd. Hij had het gerepareerd. That's 14. How would you say the car is being repaired? De auto is gerepareerd. That's the car is repaired. So we'll, we'll make that number 16. It's really 15. Which is also the car has been repaired. So now to get it up to 17, the car is being repaired. And think of being as in the process of being. It is getting repaired. The auto wordt repareerd. Don't forget ge. The auto wordt gerepareerd. The auto wordt gerepareerd. That's 17. How would you say the car was repaired? The auto was gerepareerd. The auto was gerepareerd. And the auto was gerepareerd is also what you would say for the car had been repaired, the car would have been repaired, and the car could be repaired. So if we add all those to it, we get to 21. How would you say the car was being repaired? Was being. The auto was gerepareerd. That's the car was repaired. If you say the car is being repaired, you get... The auto wordt gerepareerd. That's right. So when you want to say the car was being repaired, you will have to wade into the past with worden. De auto wordt gerepareerd. No, you wade into the past. It's an irregular form where you change the vowel. De auto werd gerepareerd. De auto werd gerepareerd. How would you say the car would get repaired? De auto zou gerepareerd worden. De auto zou gerepareerd worden. That's 23. How would you say the car will get repaired? De auto zal gerepareerd worden. De auto zal gerepareerd worden. 24. How would you say the car will already have been repaired? Which is the same as the car will already be repaired? De auto zal al 
خیر پریت وردن. I just want B. The outer cell L خیر پریت زین. That's right. That's 25 forms so far. How would you say it has become late? Et wird laat. Et wird laat. That's if you're waiting. If you want to dive and you want to say it has become late, you would say? Et hat laat geworden. Which diving board do you use with worden? It's a change of state. Et is laat geworden. Et is laat geworden. How would you say it's become very late? Et is te laat geworden. That's it's become too late. I always do that. Yeah. <laughs> But it sounds good. is heel laat geworden. Het is heel laat geworden. How do you say I'm speaking Dutch? Ik spreek Nederlands. Ik spreek Nederlands. How do you say it has become fun? Het is leuk geworden. Het is leuk geworden. How would you say it has become very good? Het is heel goed Geworden. Het is heel goed geworden. Well, I think it has become very good indeed. You've been brilliant. And I hope you'll agree that it has been fun, as all learning should be. Thank you very much. Thank you, El. We have now come to the end of the advanced course. I hope you are aware of just how much you have achieved. With the structures you have learned so far, you can go a very long way. I hope you will practice speaking Dutch as much as you can. You can also consolidate the structures you know by reading and listening and really noticing the language. Look out for the structures in newspapers and magazine articles. Look at words and groups of words that go together and try to work out the meaning of new words. The key is to keep working on your Dutch, little and often. You can also buy the Michelle Thomas Method Dutch vocabulary course, which will increase the amount of words you know and enable you to practice them within the structures which you now know. I look forward to working with you again. Until then, tot dan!